It's our 24-hour jukebox on Absolute Radio. Uh, I hope you guys are doing all right. It's great. Look, thank you so much, by the way, for all your lovely messages of support and stuff on Twitter. You guys are going to get us through the next 24 hours. A uh, bit of a stumbling start, though, on my part. I've gone and left all of my snacks that we talked about on Home Tour. You know the snacks I've got loads of stick for? The corned beef slices, the figgy biscuits. Left yep. a whole lot in the house in the fridge. Take this the right way. There was always going to be some kind of problem at the beginning, and it was always going to be you. It's me figgy rolls. <laughs> Who'd have known what... that me figgy rolls would derail us? <laughs> Can I just say, I don't want to sour the start of this, but I still am irked slightly that people don't like fig biscuits. What is the problem with fig biscuits? I don't get it. It's the wasps. There, there are not wasps in there. That's just that's an absolute myth, that. If that is the case, why does that keep on being perpetuated? OK, well, we, we've, we've got 24 hours to sort this we out. Have. You got, do have yeah. a lot of snacks that you brought with you, Richie. You, you were a little bit on the breakfast show showing some of the stuff that you've brought with you, but you've got even more there, I've got I way see. too much. I've got way too much. Uh, and then some were baked for me last night by, by Natalie and Rocco. I've got oh, uh, wow. a load of cookies and some cheese straws. Wow, homemade cheese straws. Homemade cheese straws. I was given instructions on how many there are each uh, for our little team. I don't think they went in, so it's, it's first come, first served. Literally anything goes. Well, let's get another song on in that case. Uh, thank you so much to Rachel. She says, good luck today, Bush and Richie. Uh, I've just texted to add to your kitty. Thank you so much for donating. Got to ask you a question. <laughs> Go on. What's your coffee plan today? Because have you ever wondered to yourself, like, how many coffees are you legitimately allowed to have in a day? Because uh, at some point, if we, keep, if we drink coffees at the the rate we normally do on home time, mm. we're going to be hearing voices at midnight. <laughs> do you know what I mean? So, what is your plan today? I have a plan. Uh, I'm a man who has systems. I have routines. You're I, not, I'm you're... the opposite. Before <laughs> you have to say it. Yeah, uh, I would normally have at the very top three coffees in a day. One when I get up. One mid morning. One with you pre home time. Okay. Yeah. So my plan. I've had one already when I got up. I'll have one mid morning, and I'm going to have one mid afternoon, and then I'm going to try to keep it to that. So you're, you're, you've got one more coffee left in the bag, then? No, 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 case. I've got two more. Because we had one at breakfast this morning, a okay. little breakfast in the cafe. Okay, fair enough. I've got a mid-morning one still due, and then I've got one this afternoon, and then I call it quits. I, I fear you may have uh, sold yourself short on the coffee there. You're going to be necking Red Bull by 11 o'clock this evening. To make up for the lack of coffee later, I have bought a bag of Skittles. <laughs> well, well, I endorse that approach to getting around caffeine. Fantastic. <laughs> Any other tips on staying awake in a way that's not going to push us over the edge? We'd love to hear it. Uh, in the meantime, let's go to the phones and say, Howard, what's going on? Um, I would very much like um, the Leveller's beautiful day um, yeah. because A, A is not a beautiful day here, um, so you need to cheer me up. But B, I think you guys are having a beautiful 24 hours doing a beautiful thing. Oh, God bless you, Howard. Uh, have you got any ad any advice for us? Because, you know, we've never done this 24-hour long stint thing before. Have you ever done anything similar? Yeah, I occasionally do um, election duty at rural polling stations near me, oh, wow. um, which can be quite soul-destroying. <laughs> it, it's like a 6am start to set up, and you're sat there like a pair of lemons... Um, till about 10.30, and then you've got to clear down and get all the votes back to HQ. It's probably an 18-hour day, so I'm not in your league, but do you I know what, though? feel for you. The, the, I obviously voted and stuff like that. The, the thing that would make me want to get involved with, with uh, local polling duty would be getting a ruler out and doing the ruler thing. Yeah. When you draw a line through someone's name when they voted, that must be quite satisfying. You know, everyone loves to cross off a list, don't they? That is, without doubt, the highlight of every interaction, um, and people being in the wrong, wrong polling station really doesn't annoy any of us. <laughs> the other thing I've noticed with polling days is you guys are never short of biscuits. Oh, yeah. Yeah, have a guess what I like to bring in. 
Please tell me it's uh, the nation's favourite, a uh, much maligned figgy biscuit. The only biscuit I think it's known as. <laughs> yes. Go Bush with your fig roll campaign. I am fully on board. Fantastic. We need to make aware, you know, raise awareness, raise money for the Teenage Cancer Trust. Let's raise awareness of uh, the plight of figgy rolls because people have been really down on them. In the past if I knew us. you were a fig roll eater, you'd not be getting your level of song. <laughs> You're too kind, lads. Have a great day and uh, well done for what you're doing. It's amazing. What a beautiful day. Early on in our 24-hour jukebox, uh, is it bad that I'm feeling a bit tired already? <laughs> <laughs> Not been going a few hours yet. Uh, so let's get let's get stuck into some great advice here, and it is a real honour to have on the show. Uh, it's Mr. Joe Wicks, MBE. Good morning, guys. I, I, you know what? I've, I've still got used to that. I don't know anyone that's actually called me MBE, so it feels weird you saying that. I like it. I like it. <laughs> uh, Joe, uh, our positivity is is high right now. Um, you, you've done a 24-hour challenge, haven't you? Yeah, look, I'm going to be honest with you. It gets tough at certain points, but when you push through and you finally achieve that 24-hour challenge, you see the money you raise. It's a great feeling. So you just got to stay positive, put some good food in your body, and, um, yeah, just keep one hour at a time, mate. That's all you've got to do. And we started by talking about, you know, the whole MBE thing. I think I speak on behalf of everyone in the United Kingdom, parents particularly, for your your amazing work keeping the kids fit during this weird 18 months of lockdown where they weren't doing any PE and everything. Um, you know, like the way Jamie Oliver uh, went on and did the, the, the kind of campaign with school dinners and tried to bring them up to speed. What's your view on, like, the amount of PE that that British kids are doing I know like there's not that many like I mean when I was a kid 2,000 years ago everyone had like a big green field to play in at the back of the school had a big yard and all that kind of stuff and I know that's not the case anymore now is our PE any good in the United Kingdom at the moment? Well before the PE with Joe online stuff I did I was visiting a lot of schools and doing a kind of um, yeah doing a bit of a bit of a mission work to see how things really were and I think to be honest there's obviously there are some schools that don't have great facilities but I still believe there's there's someone in each school that really champions fitness and there's people that are promoting exercise that are doing after school clubs and they're really making an, an impact so i think as long as you can provide the kids with that little bit of motivation and, and, and some kind of um structure to, to exercise then i think it can be done pretty low cost i mean p with joe was just children in the classroom or at home in their living room with no equipment so exercise doesn't need to be this expensive thing that is un, un, unattainable i think most people can do something you are both, of course. I remember uh, right back at the beginning of Joe Wicks being a thing, um, following you in, well, not following you around, Surbiton. That would sound rather freaky. Weird, but I used, to, I used to live there, but um, <laughs> following your Instagram stuff and the and the Lean in Fifteen and all that kind of thing. Is it going to be food or exercise or both that could help us through today? I mean, it's a, I'm glad that you saw me back then because I used to give out flyers outside the station. Do you remember in freezing cold? <laughs> yeah. I'm standing there trying to give out my boot camp flyers. <laughs> you know, I am. Um, I think look, I, I did. I did the 24-hour PE with Joe Challenge, so I was exercising non-stop 24 hours. It was quite tough, but any. It's more about it's the mindset. You're going to get to sort of two, three, and you're like, why am I doing this? I'm so exhausted. But once you push through that, and I do think the food can help. Obviously, you're going to crave sugary drinks and yeah. sweets and fizzy, mm. fizzy things and Haribo. But try and have some. You know, if you can, some healthier food that's going to keep your blood sugar levels a bit more stable. Um, you know, eat, eat some kind of, even if you have a sandwich and you have like some nuts or something and a banana, it's, it's better than a packet of Harry Do you know what I mean? So it's going to keep your blood sugar levels a bit more stable. And yeah, when you have those moments where you feel like giving up, just move about, have a little walk about, have a little, do a few squats or whatever, run on the spot for 30 <laughs> seconds. It'll pick, up your, it'll pick up your energy and keep you awake. So if we're flagging, don't think about cake, do a few squats and we're going to be okay. Is there a time for cake during the course of this 24 hours? Is there a good time to wheel it in and have a bit and look forward to a bit of cake? Well, I'll be honest with you. I had a doctor with me that was like keeping me like 
fueled up, if you like. And he kept feeding me crumpets and toast with marmalade. I was like, I can't eat all this stuff. <laughs> so bloated. And I was eating a lot of fizzy things. But yeah, I, t- I just tried to kind of focus on like, I was eating things like sushi and, you know, sandwiches and wraps and things. So I just didn't want to just literally just live off Harry for 24 hours. But yeah, look, a little bit of a cake's going to cheer you up. And if it, if, it, if it makes you feel good, go for it. Hopefully there is um, uh, notes being made by our producers uh, through the glass uh, for their trip uh, to the supermarket for lunch. Get us a couple of crumpets. (laughs) We spoke to Paul McKenna a couple of weeks back about uh, positivity and everything. Is is positivity a big thing of what you do or is it just about the fitness? How important is the mind whilst we weave our way through these 24 hours? Oh, I think it's all about the mind. I think it's the mindset, you know, it's about mental health. And also just think about what you're doing. You know, you, you go in with that intention. You are going to get tired at certain points. But when you remind yourself of the, the money you're going to raise, because a lot of the money is going to come in in the morning, right? So it goes quiet for a few hours and people see you're still doing it. And that's when they get really generous. Oh, they're still at it and they donate. So focus on the people you're going to help with the, um, you know, the teenage cancer. It's a wonderful thing to do. And yeah, just believe and achieve. I'm sure you've been out in Vegas or I've been done a 24-hour party, so you know you stayed up for before. For you've got it in you. You've got it in you. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. <laughs> um, now, Joe, uh, do you think uh, if we get through this whole 24 hours, we could get a workout badge? Uh, explain to people who don't know what Hey Dougie is uh, this exciting link-up that you have got. So if you don't know Hey Doug, you've been living on the on, a, on the moon for for the past few years. But Hey Doug is a really popular children's cartoon with this wonderful dog and his friends, all these squirrels. And I I partnered up with um, Dougie to basically bring a, um, a a series of children's workout videos. So they're called the, the workout badges. They're like sort of short seven to eight minute workouts with children and Dougie and all the squirrels. And it's amazing and it's really interactive. So it's trying to just get those preschoolers who are really young to enjoy exercise, have fun, and you know hopefully um, come away with it feeling a little bit inspired. That's fantastic. And in terms of yourself and being inspired and all that kind of thing, do you ever have days when you can't be bothered, you can't be asked, Joe? Oh, big time, yeah. I have days where I'm not in the mood for it, but I always remind myself how exercise and good food makes me feel. And I, I think it was very much about body image and how I wanted to change the way I looked as a younger guy. But now as an adult and I'm a bit older with kids, I, I just want to have energy. I just want to feel good and be motivated and be patient. And I think with a good food and good exercise, I'm a better person. So, What's your Achilles heel food-wise? I mean, Richie and I have got both got Achilles heels, different different food that we've got weakness for. Flapjacks. Pasties. What's, your, what's mine, yours? Mine's basically, I'm like Paddington Bear, marmalade on toast. If there's a loaf of sourdough in the cupboard and it's like a fresh, like ice, you know, a fresh um, jar of like, cold uh, marmalade, I will eat a whole loaf of marmalade and, and toast in like two days. So that's my kryptonite, honestly. I Do you love know what? It. If I was given 20 questions to try and guess what your kryptonite was, I don't think marmalade would have been anywhere near. I have a clue. Oh, I love it. I lay it on really thick, like the shredded stuff, so really thick rind. Lay it on like, like sourdough, loads of butter, and then like cold marmalade. I can't believe how much I love it, but yeah, I had a couple of slices last night actually. Tell them later. Good man. <laughs> well, cheers for making us starving in this one phone call. Appreciate it. <laughs> uh, we appreciate you coming on. Thank you for our little uh, the, the little tips you've given us. I'm sure it's going to help us through. And uh, Joe Wicks, thank you very much. Well done, guys. Good luck. It's amazing what you're doing. And um, I'll see you at the other end. Take care. It's unbelievable. We need to fight this fight, and that's why it's such an amazing uh, charity that we're honoured to be uh, working with today on this show. Uh, Marty says, great thing you're doing, chaps, today. Much respect. I was diagnosed last year. Uh, He wants some stone roses. It shows that cancer touches so many people's lives, and that's why we're trying to do something about it today. And we thought we'd play this for Marty. It's a 10-story love song on Absolute Radio. (laughs) 
ploughing through. We're doing okay at this. So far, so good. Still standing. Still standing so far. So we have uh, we we invited her back on Tuesday. She popped in as our special guest. She's back for a morale boost. It's the amazing Mel Gedroich. Oh, guys, how are you doing? We're good. We're good. How can anyone not be bo- boosted by your appearance? Oh, Yay! It's I'm liking your outfits, guys. Thank you. I'm liking <laughs> kind of uh, stagehand, <laughs> full black stagehand yeah. outfits. But no, but it's good. It'll carry you through the 24 hours. You don't want anything too busy. Yes. You don't want anything to get in the way. You want freedom of movement and you want to be able to just... It's sort of, it's kind of leisure wear meets sportswear is what you're after. That's my entire vibe. And the thought that I thought was there's going to be food dropped on this over 24 hours and I, I figured that on black it's not going to show up so much. Yes. That's that's the way that's the way he lives his life. Well, it depends what colour the food is. <laughs> <It's a good laughs> I don't eat much bright food. It's his pretty brown. Now, Mel, I will never forget coming to see you in company at the West End, <gasps> and uh, you were amazing. It was an incredibly grueling run that you were because it's no harder thing than being on the West End. It is like physical toughness. I remember your your uh, co-stars sleeping underneath the table whilst I was chatting to you in your dressing room. They were sleeping under the table. Mm. So you're used to this endurance effort. Any any tips from? being in company that you could help us with? Let me tell you, my darlings. Darlings. There is nothing more demanding than a West End musical. (laughs) It gives you stamina, it gives you absolute legs and lungs, which is what you boys need. Legs and lungs. (laughs) Legs and lungs. Um, No, I would say it's all about the pacing, isn't it? Yes. Don't blooming get off the chocks too quickly, because you've got... How many hours have you got to go? You've got 21. Yeah. Ish left to go. Thanks for that, Mel. I've actually brought you in a couple of things. Oh, fantastic. Mel is reaching into her drawstring bag. Now, this is important, Okay. Right. I've brought you each some liquid iron. (gasps) Oh! Oh, Now, is this the kind of thing that I would have had when I've marathon run? or, or had the runs. Well, that's it's one of the two. This is the problem, and uh, I, I'm, I'm, I know what's about to fall out of my mouth. An anecdote I'm about to tell, come and on, it's going to it. come across as ever so rude because Mel's brought in a gift. I'm, I'm feeling, uh, I'm getting senses of Radcliffe here. <laughs> I saw a gentleman. Uh, we were on the. It was my London Marathon run, running round Rotherhithe, and he'd just taken one of these gel packs. Yeah. And they are great. They work for some people, yeah. and for others, they have an instantaneous. Reaction. Paula Radcliffe. Yes. Paula Radcliffe. And his white shorts went brown in front of me. So you've turned up with two sachets of stuff that could make us <laughs> infirm within the first three hours of doing this thing. <laughs> I know for me it works. But I think, do you know what? This is actually liquid. It's not a gel. Yeah. It's like water, but it tastes of iron. Yeah, it's great. It, it, it's fantastic. Should we, should we gub them now? I'd absolutely I say would, gub gang. them now. Should I we? would. Now, I, I went a bit cheap. Gang, they okay. were. I went a bit cheap. There were some apple flavored ones, yes, and there were some. I'm gonna say tropical fruits, yes, something like that. I thought, no, these lads, yeah, Bush and Ritchie, they're absolute ruddy hardcore, yeah. So I've gone for actual iron flavor, fantastic <laughs> actual iron. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Sorry, I'm just saying, <laughs> so imagine yeah. <laughs> iron flavored sachet. Imagine that you're plunging your head into some sort of old, I don't know, like a water trough that a Victorian horse might have drunk out of. <laughs> and that will give you the vibe. There's one each. Thank wow. you, Mel. It's, oh. They're very, very good. If you're tired, if you're feeling, you know, a little bit done in, like need a bit of a burst. Let's give this a go now, then. You go for it now. That's fine. I'll see how you are in a couple of hours. <laughs> and if you're fine, I'll take mine then, mate. Have a little sachet. <laughs> oh, that's rank. Do the whole like, thing. I feel like I'm playing the Tim Whistle, getting this little thing there. <laughs>
They also, I was on these for a while, they do make your teeth go a bit black, but I think you'll be fine. <laughs> no. Oh, I my think, God. I think you'll be fine. Do, no, all in one, Bushy. Come on, don't be a wuss. I'll be taking your request from five this afternoon. <laughs> I feel like I've had a coin in my mouth for 25 minutes. <laughs> they are a bit coiny. Richie, wow. are you going to have yours or not? Like not I'll see how he comes up in a couple of hours, and then I will take it. <laughs> now, the other thing, but that's the liquid end of yes. things. I think I'm coming up on it now. <laughs> This is the check your seat. This yeah. is the solids end. Um, <laughs> you might just look at this and say, "Well, that's a bit dull. It's a bag of nuts." Never. These, my friends, they are rhythm. They are mixed roasted nuts. Good hand action there, Mel. Thanks for that. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't get the Nescafe advert. <laughs> 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 it's so good to see you guys, honestly. Um, no, listen, it says here flavourful snacking. <laughs> yeah, but it's so much more than that. This is going to actually keep you going and make you feel yeah. brilliant. Nuts are so good. I like to have nuts while I'm cooking my Sunday roast. Oh. Invariably eat so many of them, no room for the roast. Oh, Richie. Mm. He's mad about nuts. I love me nuts. What's your favourite? Um, I love honey roasted cashews. Oh. Yes. <laughs> yeah. That, that's the real elite end They're of the They're the bad nuts. boys, yeah. Uh, yeah. If you've just joined us, you've tuned into Absolute Nuts, our brand new <laughs> digital station. <laughs> Specifically ah, for the nut community. Crazy. crazy. Yeah. Mel, thank you. That's an amazing, what an amazing collection yeah. of things you've given us here. And you know what? This is the absolute truth. Um, I've got an ancestor on my um, Central European side, Lithuanian Polish side, an ancestor of mine, and I believe he worked for Napoleon in one of his armies. Love this. And he lived on nuts. Did he know? And he survived many Napoleonic wars. Yes. And he lived to a very long age. Great. Which for that century, I think it's the early, what was it, Napoleon? Early eight, uh, early 19th century. So, yeah, so early like, 1800s, yeah, yeah. let's a say. A while back, yeah. It's pretty darn good. Yes, he lived in He lived into his 70s. Yes, on, on liquidised nails and, and nuts. And nuts. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. So, gang, just get involved. Brilliant. I feel like I'm having an out-of-body experience on that thing I've just eaten, by the way. I'm not joking. I feel like I'm like, my, my eyeballs are flushing. Like I said, I'll have mine in a couple of hours. We'll see how you go. It's like pop. It's like you can't use this. It's like poppers. <laughs> is it? It's a bit like is it poppers. A rush? It feels like a, a rush. A... I feel like I'm going to pass out in a nightclub. Oh no, <laughs> Bushy, stay with us. Coming up now. <laughs> stay with us. Um, so, well, they, well, Mel, thank you very much for this. <laughs> you all right there? I do. I feel like I'm. Uh, <laughs> this is this is it. I might need to get some more of these. <laughs> I was telling Mel it's about. Our, if you want. I was telling Mel about our uh, fake tans we got, yeah. and she says it's oh. quite an addictive thing. So maybe uh, seriously. The sachets and the tan. That's me and you for the future, sorted. <laughs> I tell you what, having a spray tan is a great idea, guys. Yes, it's fantastic. Psychologically, it does wonders because you look in the mirror and you think, I feel great. I've been on holiday for a week. Yeah. It's weird, isn't it? Yeah. I've got a picture on my phone of us literally seconds after I need we've to had see it. That. I'll show you. Yeah, I need to see that. Uh, we had uh, Joe Wicks on a bit earlier oh. on, giving us fitness advice. Have you ever, did you do any of his kind of stuff during the uh, lockdown? I absolutely loved him. But I tell you what, that guy is a bit of a blooming, um, I want to get this right, velvet fist <laughs> in the steel glove. Okay. No, hang on. No. Velvet, velvet glove. No, what is it? Velvet. A steel fist, fist in a velvet glove. Thanking you. Steel. Either fist. way, it sounds like a nightclub. <laughs> <laughs> he is because. Have you ever done the workout that he was doing? Yes, yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because he sort of says, "Oh, now we're going to do twenty-five bunny hops," and mm. you think, oh, "This is a bit ridiculous." Yeah. Twenty-five, you know, for the kids, something for the kids. When you actually.
actually do the exercises, they're called things like bunny hops. He, I mean, it's 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 hardcore. Yeah. yeah. In your it lounge, is... sweating. And it, and it yeah. proves you don't have to be like in a big fancy gym to go and do no, stuff, which is great. exactly. There was one called the Bear Crawl, which was our absolute nadir. The four of us in the family used to do it together all last year, and that was our least favourite. <laughs> but he's great, though, isn't he? He's fantastic, yes. And do you know what? He actually talked about nuts as well, so... Great gift. Good. Fair. Oh, did he? Yeah. There's a theme developing in this uh, first 12-hour stretch of yeah. the 24-hour yeah. jukebox. Speaking of jukebox, Mel, A, thank you very much for coming in. Oh, B, would you so like nice. a song on, since it is, this is about, you know, people choosing their favourite songs yes, and everything? Yes, please. What would you like? Uh, now, I would like, please, um, when's it going to be played out? I'm thinking this... Well, imminently. Oh, no. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, that's, that's it? how it works. It's not a delayed jukebox. <laughs> this time next week. This time next week it'll be out. What's going to happen is you're going to say a song, I'm going to show you a picture of us newly spray tanned, the song will happen as you go, wow. Oh, really? Yes. <laughs> I sort of, I don't know what, I don't know what I was thinking of then, but anyway, I would love, I would love, if this is all right, yeah. if you like this, um, two other very, very fine gentlemen, like yourselves, mm -hmm. who I'm a big fan of, um, Sparks. Oh, yes. Very important force in British slash American rock and roll mm -hmm. history. They are American, aren't they, Sparks? But they did I all their know. stuff in GB. I'm not sure. Mm. I don't know very much about them. But the they are they are seminal, I think people seminal. say. Seminal. Yes. The male brothers. Yeah. Uh, would you play some Sparks? Like yes. Something like... Um, Oh, come on, this town ain't big enough for the both of us. I think we can do that. Come I, along. I think this is the exact song we need to like kick us on into the next bit of this 24-hour jukebox. It's such a good tune. Well, it's such a good tune. Mel, it's an honour to have you on. Uh, <sighs> Hitmen Series 2 out now. Yes. Go and watch it. Started last night. And you can get it now on now what, at now streaming devices. How do you feel about people who binge all of the programmes all in one go of a series. Do you, do you, would you rather people meter it out over a series of weeks, or are you allowed? Can you go and watch all of Hitmen Two in one go? I think you can. Yeah. With, with with the way things are on the old streaming devices at the moment. Do, do you binge stuff like that, or you do you kind of like? I have to say, measure out a little bit. Shit's Creek. I did hours and hours and hours and hours and hours. I just couldn't stop. I could not stop. Do you do that, guys? Yeah. Uh, yes. Yeah, yes. Yeah, bit yeah, of yeah. a binger. Well, yeah. we encourage the binging of Hitmen yeah. Two immediately. I I like a binger. Yeah, I like a binger. Well, if you want to see a binger, have a look at the photo on Richie's phone of me and him in our underpants getting spray tanned, and we're going to play your song. Uh, Mel, thank you so much. It's brilliant Aww. to have you on. And good luck, guys. You're doing an amazing thing. Just keep going and have the nuts every hour. A pecan at five past, and then move into Brazil around 12 past, and then into the, into your hazels around the half-hour mark. Yeah? Will you do that for me? promise you. There you good. go. A, a, a nut prescription. The phone has just died. Oh! I'm so sorry. Oh, that's, that's interesting, isn't it? Just when I'm about to see a picture of you having a spray tan in your underpants. Oh, no, the phone's gone down. <laughs> I want you to send that to me, because I need to see that. Promise me. Thank oh. you to Mel. Richie, are you, you going to have your iron irony water she's left you? No. Okay, so she's given us both a pouch of stuff that might make us keel over and play the song that might have derailed the, uh, it's the jukebox a, so far. It's a, it's a no from me. <laughs> no from <laughs> us so far, but thank you, Mel. It's an honour to have uh, the vaccines as our house band for this hour of our 24-hour jukebox. Justin, how are you doing? You all right? It's an honour to be here. Uh, if, I feel like we've taken five minutes out in a game of Quasar or Laser Quest. <laughs> to have a yeah, yeah that's your fault, not ours. I know, yeah. 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 Um, 
First question, a Google search uh, bonus uh, or Google search nightmare being a band called The Vaccines dur During a Global Pandemic? I mean, normally I have better things to be doing than Googling uh, <laughs> the vaccines, day. but <laughs> having spent the last 18 months doing absolutely nothing, I can confirm that it hasn't been great for us. Oh, damn, I didn't oh, know yeah, whether it'd be a yeah, good thing or a yeah, bad thing. No, I'm not sure. I think we're kind of, you know, a little bit further down than I'd like to be, actually. I would like to get the gag out of the way that I want to book you guys for a, uh, a booster gig in around about eight weeks' time. That's not a joke. I think that's a nice <laughs> idea. Yeah, that's a nice idea. Yeah, why not? We need all the gigs we can get right now. So, like you said, it's been it's been weird for everybody, particularly the music industry, entertainment industry. You know, you're not being able to do the thing that you love. Is is there one little thing that you took for granted when? gigs were a thing and everything back before the, the apocalypse that you missed, you found yourself missing and you didn't realise at the time what an important part of your life that was? Yeah, I mean, I think like, a, you know, a, a big part of any day on tour is kind of being in transit. Um, and that can often be quite sort of frustrating and fatiguing. But, you know, I think when you're when you're forced to like, you know, stay at home all day, every day for 18 months, it's that kind of wanderlust that you miss a, a bit and that kind of camaraderie of like being with this like gang of people like constantly on the road and on the run, on the move or whatever. And yeah, I think, to be honest, just missed each other. I so you would just maybe you give anything for a, a Ginsters pasty at Keel Services. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, 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 yeah. But you chose to make an album during a pandemic. Actually, we technically finished the record before the pandemic, but the pandemic then sort of gave us an opportunity as it were, to maybe dot a few I's, cross a few T's. We added a song, we added some production. So I think even though it's not a pandemic record, it definitely benefited from the time we were given. Yeah. But I think, no, in this in this instance, it, it, it definitely served, you know, it served a purpose. I think it was good. So the fact it's in the can before COVID hits yeah. kind of answers one of my queries, and that was that you'd recorded in, in Texas, is that right? We did. We recorded in Texas, just outside of El Paso, a studio called Sonic Ranch, kind of on the Mexican border, which is an amazing place. Uh, yeah, and the, uh, the last time we sort of all saw each other and said goodbye was Christmas 2019 in El Paso Airport, and then off we went expecting to see each other, you know, in six to eight weeks' time. Oh, so, how have you kind of kept in touch? Have you got like a, a, a WhatsApp group, vaccines WhatsApp? We do group? have a WhatsApp group. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Who's the main yeah. joker in the WhatsApp group? There's, you know, there's not a lot of. I have to say, there's not a lot of like uh, love and support in the WhatsApp group. It's normally like, <laughs> yeah, I, I'm. It's. I feel like it's a lot of one-way traffic for me, to be honest. With You're you. not getting the love back from. I'm not really. No. Really? Are no. you the main banter? The banter bus is from you. Yeah, I'd like to think so. I mean, certainly not from anyone else. If I'm being honest with you. What is the the little avatar pick of the vaccines <laughs> WhatsApp group? It is. Tell us, it's just not an egg. You, you have. It's two members one. in a bathroom together. <laughs> It is two members in a bathroom together. Yeah. Two, two of the band members oh, okay. in a bathroom together. Yeah. <laughs> I can say. yeah. Um, Probably a good time yep. to introduce yep. the first song you're yep. going to play for us as uh, as our first house band. Yeah. Well, here we go then. I guess headphones, baby. Fantastic. Headphones, baby. The vaccines. It's Bush and Ritchie. It's our 24-hour jukebox. Uh, the vaccines are house band for the hour. Still joined by Justin. Thank you very much. That's awesome. Oh, thank you very much. You're looking very dapper today, Justin, as well. Do you think? I think he's looking dapper. He's, he's looking very I feel bad we're in shorts. It's late of being in. Well, it's, like, it's 28 degrees out there. We look like we're on below deck. To me, it actually looks hey, like... Hey, what a show. <laughs> I love that show. <laughs> oh, what no, a show. You watch Below Deck? Oh, yeah, yeah. Do you prefer no. the Mediterranean or, or the Caribbean version? I like the, the, the original one. I love yeah, that. that's like, the one in the Caribbean. Chef Ben. 
Chef Ben, the uh, look, listen, darling, the really low. Really love him, guy. love him. Yeah, yeah, unbelievable. Like, you I can just, come and work on my boat. If you wowed want. by, wowed by, wowed by the live music, and then you you, you drop that. I don't it was a slow year. It was a slow year. Honestly, I know people put it down below deck, but isn't it one of the best programs ever? It's incredible. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm completely yeah. hooked on the thing. I really am. <laughs> just in terms of going back to you guys, you're you're. Are you looking forward to getting back on the road touring, or are you a little bit kind of? scared no I've got you know obviously miss home and everything but I think that playing live is sort of it's that one sort of opportunity for any artist I think to see that and feel that kind of quantifiable like tangible connection with their fan base and like you know I think that's an amazing thing and you sort of suddenly the song you know sort of stops being yours and becomes theirs and everyone's and it's a sort of shared experience it's pretty you know pretty empowering Speaking of Plague Live, obviously uh, we're doing today and, and raising money for the Teenage Cancer Trust. You yeah. guys played live for their, uh, their their gigs at the Royal Albert Hall. What, what a venue. What's, what's that like to, to play? Yeah, I mean, it's obviously an amazing place to play, like a bucket list thing. And then I think obviously for Teenage Cancer Trust, like there's an added sense of occasion and cause and everything. And actually we were lucky enough to go to the ward just down the road and meet, you know, some of the amazing people on it and yeah it was you know it was it was it was an honor to kind of be involved to be honest with you well, that's one of the things we've been trying to convey particularly over the this 24-hour jukebox that we're doing is you know trying to get across to our listeners absolutely radio's listeners what uh, what it is the teenage cancer trust do like you say you've been onto one of the wards because uh, normally there's in a hospital there's kind of you know Donald Duck on the wall thing right. for little kids or you're in like a ward with a load of old people and all that yeah. kind of stuff so if you're a, a teenager who's going through this unbelievable thing in your life it's really important to have a an environment where they can be teenagers absolutely that isn't sort of patronizing you know, sort of un there's, there's an added le level i think of understanding and empathy there and stuff it's quite amazing actually yeah you are our house band uh, for the entire hour which we're really chuffed about this um let's get you to play another one if uh, if that's all right that'd be great yeah well let's play a lone star <laughs> We are a quarter of the way through yes. our 24-hour jukebox. It's Bush and Ritchie. Uh, so far, the six hours have been commandeered from Leona and from Ben Burrell. We are now on home turf and excitedly can reveal to you guys that so far, you have raised for the Teenage Cancer Trust twelve and a half thousand pounds which is amazing amazing thank you to everybody who's donated so far but we know that you lot are definitely more generous than uh the the, the lot that come before do you know what i mean like uh, leona's lot or ben's lot you lot are the real people here in terms of you know giving donations to this great course you are the ones that put up with us every day you'll do this you've got patience so uh yeah it's 80s versus 90s which we always do on friday on this show but a little bit of a difference you guys get to choose all the music so a song that you've suggested from the 80s to get on with first of all hey he says, this is the first time I've messaged you. Incidentally, the first time I've seen a picture of both of you. You're not how I imagined. Hunks, right? Thank you for your emails and messages uh, during the show. We really appreciate it. We have had a lovely message in from Ronnie, who says, Guys, well done for doing this 24-hour jukebox, raising much-needed money for the Teenage Cancer Trust. But more than that, you're highlighting to more people the importance of this organisation during Childhood Cancer Awareness Month, which is September. Uh, he adds, My daughter Kira has been dealing with cancer since she was 11. She's now 18. Although Kira's cancer is terminal, at the moment the drug is containing the cancer and she's finally having a year as a normal teenager. So, uh, Ronnie, thank you so much for your message. God bless her. That's why your donations are so important. And Kira, this song is for you. There are places I remember. 
Thank you very much for getting in touch uh, with your songs, with your donations and your stories. Ben's emailed us. He says, Myself and my beautiful wife recently suffered a huge loss. Our daughter, Mia, uh, was diagnosed with cancer when she was nine years old. And although she fought with all her power, she sadly passed away in November last year, aged just 12. There isn't a day that goes by when we don't think of her. Those days used to be filled with tears, but now they're full of smiles and wonderful memories. We never dealt with the Teenage Cancer Trust, but we did have the best service in the world from the NHS. And what you and the Absolute Radio team are doing is incredible. Mia wanted to be a singer and dancer when she grew up, and during the last few painful years of her life, she even started to learn the bass, like her dad, but even better at it, <laughs> Ben says. Uh, we've always had an incredible bond over music. There was no stopping her from getting up and dancing. Her mum would always try and make her listen to Little Mix and pop. But she always liked a bit of indie and bass, which Good is why we always listen to Absolute Radio uh, on the way to appointments or youth clubs. We've donated £100 to your amazing cause. We've texted five times £20, so I hope that's worked. Uh, if you could play Mia a song in her memory... That would be incredible. Uh, before she passed away, she was obsessed with Bombay Bicycle Club and Wombats. If you could play either Luna or Always Like This or Carry Me, they're all songs uh, that she picked to be played at her party, as she described it, for her friends after her funeral. We miss her every day and love her so much. That's from Ben and Nikki and Ruth. She sounds amazing. And here's your song. Our friend Jess has donated £20 to the Teenage Cancer Trust. Thank you. But what she's done, to be quite Jess about it, she's picked a song that she knows I don't like <laughs> and that she knows I'm going to have to play. Tricky, isn't it? Because we want to raise all this money yeah. for the Teenage Cancer Trust. So th then that happens. It's, it's an awkward position. I'm very close to just writing a cheque myself and just getting rid of it. <laughs> but the importance of the cause, the Teenage Cancer <laughs> Trust, outweighs my uh, incredibly narrow, and I'll admit that, incredibly narrow view of what is good music <laughs> and what's terrible. So, Jess, this is for you. You've had your song. It's Chumbawamba. We wanted this man on. We knew he would pick up our vibes when we were flagging. It, there's been a slight whiff of flag, so it's time to wheel out the Mark Jenkins. Hooray! Hello, how are you two? We're great. Just even hearing your voice, Mark, uh, makes <laughs> us feel better. Uh, and it's like, it's like a warm blanket around the shoulders. Because well, Richie's right, when we had you on Home Time uh, a little while back now, it was such good fun. We thought, well, when we were planning to do this 24-hour jukebox thing, we've got to get Jenkins on at a strategic point. <laughs> Well, are you flagging at the moment, then? Is that what it is? I think if we say that we're flagging, then we'll start to flag. But we're aware that there could be the, the, the slight raggedness around the edges. No, I know. Uh, do you know, I'll tell you a quick little story. Many, many years ago, before I went into the hotel business, um, I had a takeaway business up in Blackpool. Right. I, I used to open from... Because it was only seasonal. I used to open from 10 in the morning until 4 in the morning. Wow, wow. my word. I used to survive on... By the time I drove home and drove back, I used to survive on four hours sleep a night. Maggie Thatcher. You know? And, and I remember one afternoon, it was quiet in the day, so I didn't have any staff. I did it on my own. And one afternoon, it was quiet. I was so tired... I was sat on a little stool at the back and I found myself falling asleep 
while I was sat upright on a stool. <laughs> well, I mean, you... I need to wake myself up. So I walked towards the takeaway hatch, and, I, and I'm stood up, and I thought, OK, I'll be fine now. And then I remember I suddenly opened my eyes, and there was a big crowd of people just staring at me. I'd been asleep while I was stood up. <laughs> Unbelievable. I mean, I didn't know how long I'd been asleep or, or mainly how much business I'd lost. Mark, can I just clarify how this story is supposed to help Richie and I and how we're feeling right now? <laughs> <laughs> but, no, but listen, man, you, uh, one thing that we loved about you on, on the hotel is that uh, you're a tirelessly hard worker trying to keep people's spirits up and all that kind of thing. How did you deal with long shifts and everything, working in the hotel and hospitality industry? Did you uh, have any little tricks you could share with Richie and I to keep us going? Well, I think what you two have really is... You've got each other, you know, that, yes. and, and that's and, and plus, of course, all the you know all, all the hundreds of thousands, millions of listeners, as it were. But you, you've got each other to keep sort of, you know, if one of you starts to nod off, the other one can give him a quick nudge. Okay, great, yeah, good point, very good point. <laughs> and Mark, uh, we saw you on the hotel and all these these wonderful sort of pieces of entertainment you'd put on uh, at hotels around the country and this kind of thing. Is there some kind of little? I don't know, a bit on the spot here. Some kind of parlour game that uh, uh, Bush and I could indulge in now just to keep our vibes <laughs> up? Oh, goodness. Um, I don't... Well, you, you could always sort of play like a little... Because um, I think you, you had um, Jerry Wicks, Wicks on earlier, didn't you? We did, yeah. yeah. You, you've got to... You, you sometimes you have just got to... Because obviously your job, you're sort of sat down with a big microphone and earphones and, and you're sat still. And that won't work. You, you have to move about a bit. Right, OK. One finger, one thumb, one arm, one leg, one nod of the head, stand up, sit down, keep moving sort of thing. Oh, so, right. love it. I remember that song, yeah. That is a good song. And also, I mean, do you, any sing-along stuff we can do? Any other good songs that you've got in the bag that we could that would help the cause right now? Well, the, the thing that I always sort of turn to is, is, is my song that I'm sort of known for, my little theme tune, um, which is... You know, when you're going through something like this, you need to keep smiling. You know, you need to keep that sort of smile on your face. You know, right. just, mm -hmm. that's what lifts your spirits and keeps you going. You know, if you start, if you start sort of, you know, if, if you lose your smile, then that's when you'll get tired. Give us a couple of bars, Mark. Go on. Well, when you're smiling. Yes. Oh, good. Something like this. Here we go. Hang on. Limey. <laughs> oh, yes. When you're smiling. When you're smiling. The whole world smiles with you. Oh, when you're laughing. Oh, when you're laughing. Ha ha! The sun comes shining through. But when you're crying, well, you bring on the rain. So keep on smiling and be happy again when you're smiling. Oh, when you're smiling. The whole world smiles with you. Hooray! Yes! <laughs> None of us are expecting the backing track there. Fantastic. I you would 100%. Fall asleep if you were listening to that, could you? No, oh, we brilliant. will class you as yet another of our house bands. That is a house band <laughs> performance if ever we heard one. That is amazing. Mark, thank you so much. Uh, Mark, you should get a song on. What song can we play for you? Um, well, I, I, I've always been a big Queen fan, um, and, and I'll tell you what, I've got the, a, a great song. I mean, it's up to you. Play, play whichever Queen song you want, but if you fancy it like a, a toilet break, <laughs> the, the best one is Bohemian Rhapsody, because it goes on for about six and a half minutes. Fantastic. It's just what we need. Thank you, Mark. Such a pleasure.
It was absolutely great. Listen, you're doing an amazing job. Good for you. A fabulous cause. Don't forget, everybody, phone in and donate. All hats off to you, Bush and Ritchie. Well done. Bush and Ritchie here with your 24-hour jukebox, and what a treat it is to welcome to the show the incredibly dapper Jimmy Carr. I mean, I can't believe you're like, yeah, dapper, well-dressed, ideal for radio. <laughs> no, but we've been talking about Bond this week. Richie, would you not agree with this look that Jimmy's rocking today? He could be the next Bond. 100%. That oh, could I, have been... I could be the next Bond, but only if they take a real turn. <laughs> There's that thing as well of um, going to see the movie, like feeling excited. There's something yeah. about that excitement that feels like you're 17 again or yeah. 16 or whatever. Like you're excited. Like I'm a grown man and I'm going, I'm going to the cinema tonight at midnight after my <laughs> show to see it because i got to see it first. I'm going to sit in the front row so I see it before the people sitting behind me. Yes, I like that. As the way the light travels. Yes. Yes, I'll see it. I mean, fractionally, yeah, but, but before. You can still claim that. <laughs> Do you ever look tatty? Here we are in the evening doing this 24-hour show. You are so well turned out. Do you ever look... T- Saturday morning, 7 o'clock, you're going downstairs, you're watching telly, you're making breakfast. You're not wearing... You're not sometimes, finally turned s- out. Sometimes my pyjamas <laughs> won't have been ironed, they'll have been pressed. <laughs> and Do you, I, in, I look a fool. In your book, Before and Laughter... This guy's today. my favourite, by the way. You should... Yeah. <laughs> He does know how to promote a book. He does. He's your hype Sky. man. He's my hype man. He's Flavor Flav. <laughs> Going to give you the chance, not that you would need to be given the chance, to be smug about owning a Tesla. Surely this week, with the last seven days of madness, having a Tesla has made you feel fantastic. I'll, I'll take the edge off my smugness here. Okay, so <laughs> I, I, I bought a Tesla, but here's how I bought a Tesla. I was in Westfield, right? Between mm-hmm. the first two lockdowns, I was in Westfield, and I was like... In the shops. Like, when you're in the shops, you're, I don't know, I had a coffee, I had something to eat, I got nothing I need to buy. And so I wandered into the Tesla, because I I was kind of amused by the idea, what do you mean you can buy a car at the shops? It's like, crazy (laughs) to me. So I went in there, and I got chatting to the guy, he's a really friendly guy, and he went, well, do you want to take one for a test drive? And I went, yeah, do you know what, I do. So me and the missus are in the front, and the guy from Tesla's in the back, and it's got the swoosh doors. It's got the Star Trek doors. Yeah. And there's a bit of me that will forever be 14. <laughs> so it's got the <laughs> doors, the scissor doors, uh, suicide doors that lift, um, what do they call them? Like gull wings. wings. Yeah. yeah. It's got gull wings on. So I'm taking this thing for a ride. It's like a go-kart. I go around Shepherd's Bush twice and go, oh, it's fantastic. It's got really lovely torque. It's fun. A fun little car. Do I need another car? I've got a big car. I'm fine. I got lost in the car park. You know, Westfield is enormous. <laughs> yeah. yeah so I got lost in the underground car park. I went the wrong way somehow. And the guy from Tesla, super friendly, went, look, I'll, I'll move those cones and the charging stations just over there. Two minutes. Otherwise, we have to go right the way around and out and back again. Okay, so, okay. right. So the guy gets out the back, <laughs> moves the cones, and then I'm a nice guy, famously. Talk to anyone in show business. Yes. Yeah, this guy, you seem yes. like a nice guy. Nice guy. Yeah. <laughs> so I go to pick him up. He's only 20 yards away, but I go and pick him up, save him, have to schlep back. Uh, bang! <laughs> The door's open. I take the door off on a, on a gantry above. Because oh, there's no wind in a car park. So when the door... You're, normally, if the door's open, you can hear something or there's a breeze. There's yeah, a, yeah. But I had no sensory... So the door's... Ah, ah, didn't make it. I took the door off. So it's off, like 90% off. It's hanging by a wire like a dying Terminator. Just like... I just want to give up. Yeah, hanging off the back of the car. And the guy from Tesla's jaw is on the floor. He's like... Oh, I, think, I think I might lose my job. And I just undid the window, leant out and went, I'll take it. <laughs> you have to now. Yeah, you've got to own your mistakes. So I've ended up smug with a with a with a car that, that doesn't run on petrol. But for the work not because I'm, you know, 
It's not because of what Greta Thunberg said. It's because I'm an idiot and you have to own your mistakes. (laughs) Just clear up, you didn't take that car. Oh, no, I did. I said to Martin, I said, not this one. This one's ruined. (laughs) This one's ruined. But now, whenever I hear a story about Elon Musk, whenever I hear the story about, oh, Elon Musk is the richest man in the world, I went, he could be a little bit richer. (laughs) He could be. I mugged him off for 100 grand. The book is out today, like we say. Um, Interesting photo on the front. You smiling and laughing, but uh, with a mask kind of sadness that you've taken off. Tell tell us a bit about that, because the book is a self-help book as well as just your memoirs. Uh, Give us your kind of insight. I mean, the, you know, I mean, here's the thing. Most biographies, you've interviewed people that have written biographies before, right? And they come in and, they, and you have to read the book. Yeah. And you go, God, this guy talks about himself a lot. Yeah. It's incessant. <laughs> you can't get a word in edgeways. <laughs> this guy's just wittering on about himself for 300 pages. So I thought, well, I'll split the difference. Yeah. I'll do a book that's half about me and half about you. Yeah. So I wrote something that was, I mean, I've benefited hugely from therapy and self-help in my life. And I thought, actually, those books are great but the thing about Eckhart Tolle is he doesn't know his way around a d- joke. <laughs> so I like, and those books are a bit po-faced, aren't they? They're a little bit, yeah, yeah, yeah. They're a little bit kind of serious, and actually, but the stuff in them is fantastic. Yeah. And there's a lot of people that would come and see me live and enjoy my shows that would benefit from that stuff and would read a book by me, but wouldn't want to read something that's going to be a bit. Ah, oh, a bit granola. I'm sugaring the pill with humour, as I do with all things. Yeah, that's true. I know what you mean, I know what you mean. Would, um... Moving on, quickly. <laughs> You've got to do 24 hours of this. Come on, keep it light. Keep it light, people. Keep it funny. You're very self-deprecating about your book, because I think your book is going to surprise a lot of people. As someone who, who went... I, I remember seeing you at the BIC in Bournemouth years back. Thank you like... for the money. I still have it somewhere. <laughs> I think that money's still in Jersey somewhere. <laughs> Go on. It's an honour to have you on our 24-hour jukebox. Yes, yes uh, it is. Uh, even though you were saying it was a cost-cutting exercise a little bit earlier on, but that's fine. I like <laughs> oh, no, I meant that. Oh, no, I know. Yeah, made, you you have to know that's from the heart. <laughs> I know. And we, we appreciate Everyone it. else has had a day off, and you think you've had a special treat. <laughs> There's going to be an empty time at 2am where we're going to be thinking and reflecting on just that. It will be going around in our heads. Any tips on stamina and stay in power and stay on it as we head through the, the darkest part of the evening as we get later on into the night tonight, Jimmy? Any, uh, any tips? Well, now, I would say uh, no carbs... No Car- carbs. Carbs will make you very sleepy. So before going on stage, I was think you can eat, but you can only really eat protein before you go on stage. So I'd just get yourself some sushi, no rice. Sorry, I'm giving you serious advice. I no, 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 say, it's good, it's good. I should have said something funny. No, no, no. This and is about this seven hours I ago. I wouldn't over-caffeinate. <laughs> over-caffeinate, stay away from I would carbs. Ju- I would just like, not too much caffeine, because you'll get kind of jittery and anxious. You'll be fine, guys. You'll fly through this. It's what you do. Yeah. It's and what you do. You've worked with the Teenage Cancer Trust. They're a fantastic organisation, aren't they? I mean, it's really something. It's. I mean, I don't think enough fuss is made of uh, Roger Daltrey. Yeah. I don't think... I, I honestly don't, because it's, it's that thing of, like, he set it up, he's done this, he stood by them for years, he puts on these concerts, you know, all the time. It's like the thing of, like, when there's a comedy night, he's there and he's thanking everyone, and I've been up to the ward in, uh, in Birmingham, and it's incredible work that they do, because it, it is that, that... You're between two worlds, aren't yeah. you? You don't want to be in the children's ward with Peter Pan on the walls... And you don't want to be in the, with an old dude yeah. who's, you know, coming in for his ingrown toenail, whatever it is. You're, you're yeah. in this kind of limbo yeah, yeah, yeah. of those years. And it's it's not just teenagers. It's people in their early 20s as well. And it's it's fantastic work they do. And it's it's amazing how many people, you know, get through it yeah. and, and fight it and, and live on and also have incredible quality lives. 
But also they've missed out on the huge fundraising that the gigs that you've played, the income for the Teenage Cancer Trust that allows them to, you know, to do that. That's why anyone giving anything to the Teenage Cancer Trust because they've missed out on, a, you know, two years worth of fundraising as well. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, no, it's been incredibly hard for an awful lot of charities, I think, and, uh, and none more so. And yeah, I can't think of, a, um, you know, there's not much more in, in the way of deserving charities. Yep. This is not a donkey sanctuary. No, <laughs> no offence if you work at a donkey. I'm sure donkeys are great. I'm sorry I said it. There sorry, donkey Right people. at the end. Right at the yeah. end. Well, if that gets me cancelled, fine. <laughs> well, you I'm have... willing to die on that hill. You I think Teenage some... Cancer is a more worthy charity than donkey sanctuaries. There, I said it. <laughs> uh, you've got a repaired gullwing waiting for you outside. Before we let you go, uh, we should get a song from you for the jukebox. What can we play, Jimmy Carr, on our 24-hour jukebox? I, I would say... Uh, Let's go with obviously the Killers is my favourite band and uh, I know the boys pretty well. Yeah. That's the go-to. Well, you heard it here first. The next James Bond, Jimmy Carr. Thank you so much. <laughs> Thank you. For the awesome Jimmy Carr, a big thank you to him, uh, one of our very special guests to drop into our 24-hour jukebox, raising money for the Teenage Cancer Trust. Uh, the reason we're doing this is because they're just an amazing charity and so important. It's, it's not government-funded, the Teenage Cancer Trust. All of their donations come directly from your generosity. Um, for example, like a, a total of something like £25,000, a total of £25,000 would hope it would help run and maintain one of their specialist units for a whole year. This show's all about your request. You picked some brilliant music so far, so if you want a song on, make sure you do a donation. And someone's picked an absolute belter from the Cortinas and is next. Lorna says, we're a bit late to the party, uh, but Disco Down by Shed 7 will be great and we'll be going Tonto in Glasgow. Tonto? Is that a nightclub? <laughs> <laughs> All right, Dad. What is it? I think it's Scottish for having a good time. So, um, it was brilliant last night. We went absolutely Tonto. Yes. Um, we were on the radio for 24 hours. It was more tonto than we thought it would be. If you are from Glasgow, you'd like to clarify on that phrase, please get in touch with the show. Uh, we've got Rosie on the line right now here on the 24-hour jukebox. Rosie, you've been a long-time Absolute Radio listener. Oh, it's great to hear from you. Thanks for bringing me. Thanks for having Absolute Radio on. Have you, have you been a, a long-time Absolute Radio listener? Literally since I was about 15. You know, before it was Absolute Radio... Uh, me and my sister used to listen to it before bed. <laughs> oh, that, sometimes doesn't that make you feel old, right? If someone's like <laughs> at school when you start doing your show, and then yeah. then like getting a job and everything as well. So your music taste, <laughs> I imagine, will have been uh, instructed by the songs we played on this radio station. Pretty much, yeah. <laughs> I listened to it my whole life. <laughs> well, it's all about your music today, Rosie, um, because it is oh, our twenty-four hour jukebox. Is why we're doing this for the Teenage Cancer Trust. What could we play for you? Um, I was going to ask for Nights with Cydonia by Muse. Fantastic song. Uh, what are you doing whilst this show is on as we head into the, the, the twilight hours? Well, I've just put my baby to bed. Oh, um, don't. So, so hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang <laughs> on. You started listening to this with your sister when you were kids. Here yeah. we still are, and now you're putting your baby to bed. <laughs> yeah. It's the circle of life, isn't it? It really is the circle it of is. life. He listens to it every day with me as well, so I'm sure he'll grow up with it. Cute. What's your little lad called? We're going to play you a song then. Simba. This for William. Okay. This is for William, and this is for you, Rosie. Thanks so much. Harry Briggs, thanks for your tweet. Can I request Waterboy's Hole of the Moon? Reminds me of singing it along with my dad in the car, karaoke, on our holiday a few years back. How about 11 o'clock? I think you'll find, Harry, 
considering it's just finishing. Yeah. It's seven minutes past 11. We've done pretty well for you there, my son. And one other thing, Harry Briggs, does this mean anything to you? <laughs> Just want to know if anyone's ever done that to you before in their entire life. He might be, it might be a youngster and doesn't know what I'm talking about. There, there are, well, like our two producers <laughs> right now, who are looking at us blankly because we've been in a studio together for over twelve hours anyway. But I think any amount of time they'd look at us blankly. Let us know, Harry, mate. Let us know. Can Ta- I have a go? Go on then. <laughs> Put a song on, please. <laughs> uh, it is the 24-hour jukebox. Let us remind you, whilst we are going here yeah. slightly crazy, it is because we are trying to raise money for a fantastic charity that have lost over £6 million in donations due to the pandemic. It's the Teenage Cancer Trust. And a text from you would do it. Uh, your requests tonight have been fantastic. Sharon says she'd been moved to tears with the family accounts of what they've been through because of cancer. Brave, brave, special people. And she's picked a great track. This is My Chemical Romance. When I was a young boy, my father took me into the city. Now, we did say that uh, post 11 o'clock, post our indie disco vibes of this 24-hour jukebox, uh, that we were going to get into our slouchies, our joggers, and uh, our PJs, really. It's interesting, actually, because Jimmy Carr called them something different a bit earlier on as well. Everyone's got a different name for the thing you get into out of your normal work clothes. Jimmy Jams. He did call them Jimmy Jams, didn't he? Yeah, I think he favours that because of his name. Oh, yeah. Um, Yours, if I look here... um, not overly different, other than you've stuck shorts on, I see. And my brand new slippers. That were... Sorry, of course. Look at that. Let me go. I'm going to go under for that one. Hang on. Here we go. I can't get my leg up that high, so I put it down low. Um, are they? <laughs> are they a reinforced sole? May I ask? It feels like it's got a rubber sole on it. It's like a fun sponge version of a clo- the clogs an angry chef might wear in a in a kitchen. Are they also conventional socks? Because they're rather anklety. I've had to fold them over. Right. My other half, Katie, thinks it's terrible that I don't buy ankle socks and I- instead just fold down normal work socks. Well, I'm sorry for then walking in on a domestic argument, but yeah. I side with Katie. Thank you. You fueled that fire. <laughs> and then just to describe Richie, you've got you've got a, an all-in-one pajama um, ninja type suit on, like com- completely jet black. Oh no no no! This is uh, there's bottoms and tops here. Oh, is it? I thought you were in like a romper. Oh no! If only, <laughs> if only, yes. And uh, I'm afraid the footwear is a little bit different to yours. Yeah, your footwear is uh, white socks with. You look like a Chechen freedom fighter. Uh, and if you if you follow us on Twitter at Absolute Radio, we've just had our photos taken. So have a little look at that. I could have said something a lot worse, but uh, um, we ran didn't. it past the boss yeah. and it wasn't worth it. Uh, so look, uh, we are over the halfway, <laughs> halfway point, and yeah, we're continuing. <laughs> And let's welcome another guest to the show and a member of the Absolute Radio family from the amazing Skin Show, Sunday nights, 10pm here on Absolute Radio. It's our very own Skin. Hello. Hi. Hey, Skin. I mean, this is taking it international right now and, I mean, we're here for 24 <laughs> hours, but we are bouncing around the zones. Uh, so, 8pm in New York, is that right? Yes, yeah, 8 o'clock here. Um, the sun has just gone down. It's been a beautiful day. Yeah, you guys are nutters. And, uh, <laughs> we are. Yeah, to be quite honest. Uh, and so, how's how's things in New York? Uh, what an amazing place to live! Do you do you take a walk around Central Park and all that kind of stuff? Do you know, I actually do. It sounds pathetic, but we do it at least once every couple of weeks in all the seasons. It's wow. really hilarious, actually, because every time I go there, I'm like, God, yeah, can't go around that corner; going to get mugged. 
Because my idea of Central Park is like really violent and you're going to get mugged every time you walk around there. And I said it on the way there in a taxi and the taxi driver and my, my partner just laughed their head off at me. Because <laughs> apparently now it's a safe place in New York. So. Well, we, I think we all grew up with the whole Guardian Angels thing and everything. New York being like something out of, uh, you know, the movies, wasn't it? Where it's a completely it's different deal now, isn't it? I mean, my impression of New York is um, Home Alone when they, when you know, it's full of kind of weird people. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I've never been to New York. I just thought they used to ride horses and traps around Central Park. I've got it really wrong. No, no, no. Darling, they have electric cars now. Oh, my word. Skin, when you go over to America and you stay there for a period of time, did you ever take any kind of British stuff with you because they don't have it quite the same in terms of American shops? I take a few curly whirlies, yes. Wow, I wasn't expecting that. No, I, I thought that Marmite is something that I don't believe they let in over there. That's probably why I've never been to America. <laughs> you just won't go. <laughs> I've got, um, there's, a, there's an English shop around the corner. We try to frequent it, so if I can get a curly whirly and sneak that in my bag, I'll take that with me. You've always got to bring tea bags as well, because they're yeah. weird here. You've got to bring a tetley, that's all I'm saying. You've got to bring te- lots of tetley with you. Well, next time you go to your English shop, if you can see if there's any sort of like, you know, backdoor yeast extract, that would be great, thank you. I think I'd want to stay away from backdoor <laughs> yeast extract, to be honest with you. But she's to be honest with you. Yeah, I'll stay away from, I'm not asking for that. No, don't, whatever you do, don't do that. Don't ever do that. Uh, so, Skin, we're doing a 24-hour show here. Any tips on uh, endurance, stamina, that kind of thing? Or like, what's the, the longest trip you've done to go and play a gig? Any intel you can give us? Oh, my gosh. Um, all I can say is, you know, just make sure you've got some spare honey for the voice in about 22 hours from now. We've not really <laughs> catered for the voice side of things, have we, in terms no. of not being able to... No, all we've just done is blunder on talking after every other song. <laughs> 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 uh, you know, all I can say is just keep smiling and have a lovely attitude. There you go. You know, try not to piss each other off, then you'll be fine. We'll give that a go. <laughs> sage advice. Sage <laughs> advice. One other thing, tell us about the book, Skin. You've got a book out soon. Oh, gosh. Yeah, um, well, I actually just came out. It's the, the paperback version of a book that came out last year about the life and times of Skin. It's great. It's doing really well. People seem to love it. It's lots of stories about how some a weird old like me ended up singing rock music instead of being a backup singer and stuff like that for some soul band. Lots of stories in it, some scary stories in it, but then some ridiculous stories in it as well. So um, it's, a, it's, a, it's a nice read. It takes blood and guts. Yeah. That was um, actually the strap line for an enemy headline. They called us a cliché, so my um, response was, it takes blood and guts to be this cool, but I'm still just a cliché. Love it. It's amazing to have you on Skin. Uh, thank you so much for your support and everything as well. Uh, it's a jukebox here, so we would, thought we'd play you a song. What would you like to hear on the 24-hour jukebox? Well, in honour of um, you doing this amazing work, I think it's incredible what you're doing, and congratulations, um, just sending all my love and good vibes. I'm going to play you something really lovely and hooky. I'm going to um, go for, like, Impossible by Nothing But Thieves. Took a breath, let it go. Felt the moment settle so I couldn't wait. On Absolute Radio, seven and a half minutes, Bush to Ked was long enough to go for a shower. Is he back? Uh, he forgot to take his towel and returned with about five and a half minutes to go. So, no, he is not back. Uh, hopefully, he's rinsing off right now. Uh, Bush and Richie reunited uh, on the 24-hour jukebox. He's out of the shower. Well done. Thank you very much. I forgot my towel. Beginning to think you had a fall. I, I was so nice in there. I really recommend it, honestly. <laughs> and the best thing was, right, 
having a shower and then having a walk around our workplace, our office, mm. barefoot, mm-hmm. wet hair with a towel over my shoulder, like I've just popped for a swim at the Marriott pool if we're staying for the weekend. How often did you get to do that in your own office? Never. And we've got two showers to choose from. We've got one on the top floor mm-hmm. and the bottom floor. You're going to have a shower in a bit. Which one are you going to go I, for? Well, if you've enjoyed the top floor one, it'd be remiss of me to uh, not do that as a recommendation. I've warmed it up for you. Left me shower gel there as well. A uh, couple of things. Uh, first of all, we've got a very nice uh, scent on as you've come out. Thank you. A little uh, spray from a local shop in Leon C that I bought. Is it really? Yeah, it's the local scent. Secondly, you miss Bjorko so quiet. That's why I was in the shower for so long. <laughs> Alfred on Twitter picking that by Supergrass for our 24-hour jukebox. We are raising money for the brilliant Teenage Cancer Trust because no young person should have to face cancer alone. Very king-like. Hope he hasn't burnt his cakes. <laughs> Speaking of fine names, uh, let's chat to a Richie right now. Where are you? I'm up at, you know, uh, Hinkley Point, the new power station they're building down in Bridgewater, Somerset. Yeah? Yeah, I'm a tower crane operator on there on the night shift. But... Oh, wow, so you're wow. up in a crane... Uh, yeah. On a night shift, how high up are you, and what you what have you got in your crane? At the moment, I've got nothing on the crane. That's why I'm speaking to you guys. <laughs> <laughs> how high up are you? But but uh, uh, seventy meters. Well, yeah, no thanks. That doesn't sound good, does it? Two hundred and ten foot. That is. But. Richie, I mean, I think when Bush was asking, what have you got up there in it, in your little cab? Like it's it's a lonely old thing. What what have you got there up there for company? I just, I, I do listen to Absolute every night. I've got my kettle, I've got mobile phone to play games on, I've got a little tablet up here for when we're quiet, like, you know, just for watching Netflix on and all that. I get by all right, mate. It's, it's a fair good enough. old life, to be honest. It sounds like you've got pretty much the, <laughs> the setup up there. I think the, the elephant in the room and the, the question on everyone's mind is, uh, Richie, what do you do if you need to go to the toilet? Well... You just make sure you don't need to go to the toilet, toilet, and there's obviously the bottle for the other method. <laughs> oh, dear. <laughs> oh, dear. You're not going to go up and down a 200-foot ladder, mate, every time you need a pump, hey? Let's be honest. <laughs> That's a good point. <laughs> Genuinely, is that how you get up there? Yeah, yeah. It's it, it's not one big ladder, mate. It's uh, like on this crane, there's 14 ladders. Oh. So you're going up about five metres. It's like a high, Super like, Mario, you know, isn't it? And then you've got... Then you've got a landing on each one where you can have a breather, like you know. But oh, do you yeah. ever do you ever get like you know the way some people who are scared of heights suddenly get the, like they call it the willies, don't they? Where they go like, oh, yeah. Do you ever get yeah. that? Sometimes look down and think, oh my, what am I doing? No, no, never. Richie, no, do you need to get that? <laughs> what was that noise? <laughs> that is the wind alarm going. <laughs> right. Okay. Yeah, yeah, no thanks. <laughs> Eighty foot or whatever it was. Uh, we wow. did, well, obviously the wind alarm's going on. It's all going off for you uh, at this point in your cab. Uh, can we get a song on for you then? What would you like to hear? What band? Pearl Jam, how about that? We had a lovely text into the show from a listener called Simon. Thought we'd call him back and see how he's getting on. Simon, what do you do, mate? Uh, I work for the one of the emergency services, so I'm, uh, yeah, I'm doing my work in Staffordshire, keeping Staffordshire safe as part of my... Now, chef, should we say for the uh, the, for the police? So, Fan- yes. Fantastic. And are you are you parked up somewhere waiting for things to happen to respond no, to? I'm, uh, no, I'm office. Well, I'm uh, I'm the night CRD detective, so we we I'm just doing my thing that we do, so just to help with the things that need investigation for the uh, for the job, really. I suppose that's the basis of it, really. So, How yeah, many coffees so we... are you into the night? Uh, I, well, I drink decaf, so I'm on my fourth now. 
The police, the police have changed. It's not what it was. <laughs> Decaf. Sorry. Watching a lot of like yeah, 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 American yeah, yeah, cop programs yeah. and stuff like that, right? You, you guys need to up the donut intake for the UK police force. Do, do, do UK police people have uh, donuts at all whilst they're solving I've crimes? Never, I've never, I've never heard of such allegations. Simply untrue. <laughs> Simply, where, where does this come from? But uh, no, I've, yeah, we're a parcel to uh, a donut. Yeah, we'll take that on the chin any day of the week. They're always welcome. But uh, no, I'm a. Uh, I'm a decaf coffee man, so uh, yes, for various reasons. Just make it a bit more Hill Street Blues, that's all we're asking. <laughs> I'll take that on the chin, you know. Now, Simon, can we strike a deal up here? I happen to know that you love the editors. Yeah. Uh, how about a donation for some editors on the radio? Of course, absolutely, that's the deal. I'll, I'll, I'll no issues whatsoever. I think uh, around about tea time, the, I heard the story of the couple who spoke about that. I think the 12-year-old little girl, and it was pretty... Boom! And I thought, you know what, I'm going to guys in the night, and uh, and I'll, I'll I'm going to do it online. I'm not going to text because gift day, because hopefully we'll get a little bit more then. Fantastic. Uh, um, and uh, of course, I'll some donate uh, a nice sum to this wonderful cause. And uh, good luck in what you're doing, and thank you very much for helping people and keeping me awake. Good so lad. Well, lovely to speak to you. Uh, get yourself thank a you. donut, and we're going to play your song. Thanks for your donation. Well, I thought, the other thing is, I thought this is going to be one of the bosses ringing me, then it's you, Funky Monkey, so I'll make that. <laughs> I, I, you know, I can tell you, I'll, say, I, I'll wake up in the morning, well, I'll wake up whenever I do, and I'll go, bloody hell, the guys from Absolute wrong me in the middle of the night. It wasn't a dream. <laughs> so no, that's it. Oh, you made me night now, guys. Thank you very much. But yeah, a bit of editors, mate, and a bit of Betty Caro as well. Oh, right. Oh, well, another yeah. donation, and we're talking. <laughs> <laughs> It's an honour at this uh, this late stage, right in the middle of the night right now, to uh, speak to our our brethren here at Absolute Radio. Mr Matt Ford, good to have you on, Matt. Lovely, and lovely... Um, I haven't heard that word since I went to church, which was a very long time ago. <laughs> I'm trying to bring the whole chat of the Canterbury Tales back into uh, <laughs> oh, no, broadcasting. It's you're Syrian, yeah, lovely. Brethren. <laughs> <laughs> Matt, you used oh, to do man. this late night radio... Yeah, I did. I used to do it at the overnight show on Talk Sport, 12 till 6 in the morning. I never did 24 hours back-to-back, though, which is something completely different. How are you feeling? Uh, we're, I feel like I'm almost hearing voices. So delusional. Slightly <laughs> delusional. But, but you know, kind of uh, could fall asleep with our toys like a toddler at any minute, which I kind of like. <laughs> like the, like the, uh, the whole hazard involved in that. One thing, I've, I've always had huge respect for people who do uh, talk radio, because I've sat in on a couple of shows where people have been doing it. And, like, normally, if we're, we're wrapping up and running out of things to say or something's going badly, you can always stick a song on. On, on music radio that we do here on Absolute Radio. Uh, with talk radio, you, you, there's no hiding. You've just got to keep talking until the next ad break or get to a call. Or What's that like? That, that must be an incredibly no. scary thing to go and do. Well, it sounds scarier than it is. It's more that it's exhausting. So when I used to do overnights, there was no producer there. There was a guy called Elliot who answered the phone. And if he went missing, you, I wasn't allowed to just take calls live on air without them having been vetted. <laughs> I remember one night I spoke... <laughs> on my own for 45 minutes without a break because he just wandered off somewhere and I was sort of saying I was like well he must be in the building in hotel I was going you're listening to uh, you know whatever the show was uh, Matt Ford give us a call give, give the number out we're talking about whatever it is tonight whether we should stay in Afghanistan uh, give us a call I can see some of you calling in I'm sure Elliot will be taking those calls any time now any time now but uh, actually whoa, using a... a show as an intercom in the building <laughs> yeah, man right. it was appalling but you know what really helped was that um Bananas. 
Really? But not, you know when you're really, really, really tired, when you are like at the point at which you would nod off? Yeah. A banana is better than anything with processed sugar or caffeine. Uh, it, it keeps you awake longer. When you're absolutely gone, yeah. a banana will keep you awake longer and you don't get any sort of like dirty crash off it. So if you have chocolate, you maybe get a minute of a sugar hit and then, it's, and then you're tired or after. You're chasing that first bite. And the same with coffee. Bananas are the way. So if, I mean, obviously people listening to this are up at this hour. They're used to working nights, security guards, cabbies, drivers. Bananas are the way. And it's a, it's a purer, cleaner more effective hit. It's a cleaner high, isn't it? Bananas. So, I mean, I, I've, I've heard that bananas are really good for, uh, you know, if you get twitchy eye when you look like you're winking at someone. Oh, I hate yes. that. Apparently, bananas sort that out as well. Well, it must be the same thing because that's the sort of sign of exhaustion, isn't it? When you get like the, the twitchy cheek. That's usually when you're absolutely knackered. <laughs> You don't often get that when you're sort of like middle of the afternoon, well-rested, and you've not had a drink for a fortnight. You can tell that this is the middle of the night because the next question that I know I'm about to ask, I know I shouldn't ask oh, it, God. but it's going to come out anyway. Has anyone actually ever seen anyone slip on a banana? Is that one of comedy's biggest mistakes? Because I mean, I've never seen a single person slip over on a banana. I've never seen it happen. But you, what, you know what? No, I haven't. I mean, I'm trying to rationalise it. I'm guessing that it, it's... Back in the olden times, before we had, like, processed food and wrappers, fruit detritus was the litter that was in the street. You know, That's rather than point. it being crisp packets and stuff, it'd be apple cores and banana skins. Yeah. Brethren and detritus. Anyone who is <laughs> <laughs> on some kind of uh, like game. A, a touring thespian <laughs> yeah. uh, group or something like that. <laughs> uh, just mentioned a drink there a second, uh, Matt, earlier on. I think last time we had you on our home time show, you, you were going teetotal for a bit. How's that going? Are you still teetotal at the moment? Thankfully, I'm not. I, I had to give it up for um, because I had gout. So I didn't, I didn't drink for 200 days. Oh, my word. That must have been long. It was like going to space. I was on like a higher plane, man. Um, but um, I'm glad that I'm back because I, I be, it just makes you very intense. If you don't... Alcohol is... Alcohol, of course, consumed responsibly. I just find a nice, you know, a nice glass of red is very relaxing. Without that, I was kind of going spare. And my first drink... I had 200 days off. My first drink was a can of lager outside Wembley before England's first game of the Euros in the summer, oh, just before Croatia. What a way wow. to enjoy it. the most patriotic return to lager <laughs> you will ever have. Just £14 for a can down there at Wembley. That's great. <laughs> we should return to our 24-hour jukebox. Uh, Matt, what is going to be our next song? It is your choice. What? I mean, it's so hard. I feel the real burden of responsibility because obviously when I'm sat at home, I just put music I like on but knowing that everyone else has to listen to my choice I'm really tempted to play Daphne and Celeste just annoy people <laughs> um, you know what actually I once had not an argument with a local um, barman but he'd been a bit of a he'd, he'd not been particularly pleasant to me so I went back into his I mean I must what sort of revenge is this but I was only about 19 I went back into the pub when it was busy and put the logical song by Scooter on repeat. Oh, my word. <laughs> yeah, yeah, on the jukebox. And it, I, I, it was like 20, and I just stayed in there to like watch my plan unfold. <laughs> People were going spare, and like the, 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 the manager from behind the bar was trying to like turn the jukebox off, but you had to have a special key because it was like linked up by the internet to something else. Um, people just started leaving. People were going, Why is this song on? When I was young, I was just oh, like, so Don't do that to our jukebox, Matt. Oh, do not do that no, to no, our no. jukebox. I won't do that. So I will pick a classic Oasis song. And Ooh. it's whatever.
There have been times over the last half an hour where they've actually wondered whether we are human still. Maybe we're not anymore. <laughs> at this stage, we're like 80 or 90% coffee. <laughs> and looking back at that video with the prodigy earlier on, we're definitely not dancers. I don't know. I think we've got... It reminded me of uh, peak Hitman and Her. You know, it was like winding through a really busy nightclub in Swindon at 1am. It just... This uh, popped into my head the other day, uh, and I was quite serious about it at one point. Not that long ago, tail end of university, we wanted to put together a pretend German... German Smiths covers band. <laughs> Honestly, in Bristol, called... Das Schmitz, <laughs> but do a load of Smith songs, but with German accents. And genuinely, for about a year, I thought it was the best idea ever. And we were like dead secretive about it, right? But it never got off the ground. I, I mean, dare I even ask what this track would have been? Um, <laughs> I can't do it and in a German accent. No, because but, you realised it was a bad idea, didn't you? But imagine a pretend <laughs> German Smiths covers band called Das Schmitz. Uh, <laughs> Semantics sometimes get in the way, but have we been on air today? For ages, strictly speaking, today, four hours and 45 minutes is how long we've been on air for. But uh, if you had a look at the state of us, <laughs> I think a, a <laughs> yeah. picture says a thousand words sometimes, doesn't it? Very you know good I mean? point. You guys have been with us throughout. Uh, John is in Plymouth. You're right. What are you doing, John? Yeah, we're chilling out. We're well, not chilling out. Trying to sort some, <laughs> trying to sort some uh, uh, tire breakdowns out. But you know, you do what you can, don't you? Is that what you're doing overnight then, John? Is that what your yeah, job is? Absolutely, yeah. I uh, work for a company down here and we basically go all around the country who break down, uh, the warm tyres, different tyres, etc., etc. And we've got to go in, do what we can. Okay, and, and do you meet some interesting people with your job? I imagine you do. People on the way to doing different things or coming back from doing things? Absolutely, yeah. I mean, you know, you chat to them nicely, you know, you... Basically, we're the ones who do actually... I don't actually do any fitting. I basically, do, like the middleman, pass out all the work to people. But, yeah, we chat to some nice people up and down the country. We chat about different things, music, football, etc., um, the world as it is and that lot and how we're going to sort it all out. But, you know, we're doing well. I'd spend more time on the music and the football if I were you, what with how the world is right these days. It's not a great place, <laughs> is it? <laughs> yeah. uh, John, how much uh, how much time left on the uh, on your overnight shift? We've got a matter of hours left of our 24-hour jukebox. I'm how long have you got? The I'm doing half the shift you are. I oh, mean, wow. I'm doing just 12. OK, and what's powering you today? Are you on cups of tea and biscuits and coffees or what? We have coffee now and again. We have a bit of fruit now and again. Uh... And, yeah, just sort of keep going as much as you can. All right, well, listen, we want to play you a song on our 24-hour jukebox. Oh, what would you like to hear to get you through the final bit of your shift? Uh, if I, I've been busy. We haven't been listening into it, so if I've, if I've caught any dub song, really. Like, I, like, I like pounding. Pounding uh, is on for you right now, John. Listen up. And you've just said on I, national radio you like pounding. That's great. Good to you. <laughs> <laughs> Jordan and Perry have joined us in the studio uh, getting ready for their breakfast show on uh, on Kiss at six o'clock. You guys are going to have so much more energy than us right now. Honestly, I don't know how you are doing it, to be fair. <laughs> this is um, wild. This sounds awful. As we got in, obviously, you guys, there's a lift. Yeah. As you come up to the floor. And I looked in the mirror and I thought, George, you're not looking your best. But at least the boys are going to look worse than you. And you don't, which is quite <laughs> upsetting, to be fair. You don't. You look fine, which is really good. Obviously, you guys both, obviously, you know, dancing is your thing. Mm -hmm. Did you do any, like, do you do any, like, limbering up stuff before your, your breakfast show on Kiss to get yourselves in, in the zone? Yeah, yeah it's, a, it's a new technique. You warm up with um, 
a McDonald's breakfast about 5.45. <laughs> yeah, a couple yeah, of yeah. energy drinks really gets you going. It's no, it's too, you have too many energy drinks. I have it's too many energy bad, drinks. Bad. Which I imagine you guys have been doing this past We 20... were actually debating earlier, trying to work out what time the McDonald's breakfast actually started going on sale. We didn't know. We've been looking forward to that, you see. So that's 5 a.m. So, uh, <laughs> Can you get us in early? Can you get us in early? I'll do my best, guys. I'll see what I can do. See what I can do. So you're surrounded by some of the snacks that we've been eating there, Jordan. What do you think about what we've had so far? You can see in front of us like a... It looks like the Harvest Festival at school. It does. It does. Yeah, it wasn't my Harvest Festival at school. Nobody was giving away Orange Clubs. That wasn't that wasn't. No, no, no. No, great snacks. Personally, I probably would have gone for Mint Club over the Orange. Wait, have you guys been hammering out the hummus? We, we are, if that's a personal question. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I love that. Oh, guys, I'm exhausted. Give us some hummus. <laughs> Quick. I think the most shameful thing looking at it actually with a pair of neutral eyes now is that pack of grated cheese. Yes. What is that? <laughs> wow. <laughs> just, rip the, just basically rip the top off it and just get in fistfuls of grated cheese. Brilliant. Brilliant. Yeah. Brilliant. <laughs> That. I love it. Uh, it's been lovely having you guys in because you've given the en- given us the energy that we need to get you know over the finish line here. Yes. Do, do you feel like that? You feel like that? so we would. It was a twenty four hour jukebox. We would love you guys to pick a song uh, to give us that little boost. Was there is there any song that the the pair of you would like to hear right now? Oh, oh, we we thinking about this right. We want to go for House of Pain. Jump around a bit more energy for you boys. Really yes. getting through that last you're push. You're nearly there. You're nearly there, aren't you? You Listen, guys have got this. Obviously, going back to the dancing thing one last time before we get uh, get the song on. Any kind of dance move that we could do to this to type of go along with it? Pell? Oh, I'd say just go absolutely wild to make sure you just, you, you, you do get through this. Um, because what, how long have you got left? 20 years, we look after ourselves. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if you want the extra 20 years, don't use my limber it up tips. Good yeah, point. Sorry, yeah. yeah, 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 scrap that. Just do what the song says, jump around for a bit. Jordan and Perry, thank you so much. Thank you, boys. Cheers, guys. At this stage in the proceedings of our uh, 24-hour jukebox, we need a hype man, someone that's going <laughs> to give us the energy that we need to get through to the finish line, and we can't think of anyone better than uh, a beloved member of the Absolute Radio family. It's Jason Manford. Hello. <laughs> that's, not, that's not a hype man. <laughs> uh, Jason, good to have you on. Last time I, I saw something of you on, on Instagram, you were trapped in the Isle of Man due to fog and about to get a hovercraft home or something. Unbelievable oh, drama. It was... It was planes, trains, and automobiles. Like it was, uh, it was madness. It was madness. There was no one to blame. Planes and trains might be easier at the moment. How are you coping touring with uh, with fuel madness? Uh, absolutely fine, to be honest. Oh, uh, good. Yeah, no problems at all uh, on the motorways. Uh, services low. It's, pour, it's pouring out of the plane. It's good. <laughs> I guess with all those jerry cans yeah. you got in the boot and stuff, Jason, you're pretty sorted anyway, aren't you? <laughs> Uh, to be honest, I got to the petrol forecourt the other day and I was I was so emotional, I started filling up. <laughs> oh, <laughs> right, people are running to their computers to book tickets for the tour now. <laughs> the Palladium website has just crashed for the 8th and 9th of October. <laughs> so tell us about the tour. It must be amazing to be back out there and actually seeing your fans and everything and doing what you do best on the stage. Oh, you know what's lovely is in previous years people used to say to me, um, "Oh, I, lo- I love your tours. It's like uh, you know, sort of uh, chatting to somebody down the pub, or you know, it's like sort of seeing an old fr- and seeing an old friend." And this this time, 
I feel like that. I feel like I'm catching up with old friends. <laughs> you know, after sort of a couple of years away, like it's so lovely, and they're so like happy to be out of the house. Yeah. You could be, if you were thinking about starting stand-up comedy, this is the time to start because I tell you, them audiences are laughing at everything. Now, Get if, out there. If they come and see you, obviously they love you anyway, so you're never going to have a bad audience. But is there is there a place in the UK that a comic, when they when they see on their schedule, they see on the tour, they kind of think, that's a funny town. That's a place where the audience yeah. is always great. Where, where would you name as three? I would say any the, 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 the cities that you feel have got the most personality. Like, even if you were just a visitor to the UK, you'd go Liverpool, Newcastle, Glasgow... Wow. You know, like those towns that have got strong personalities. Uh, and conversely, uh, so, what, where would be a tough gig? Any, pl- any place that would be a tough gig for you, Jason, you reckon? Any, anywhere where, like, a sat- any satellite towns around uh, London can be hard because they're so difficult to sort of, you know, pinpoint. You know, you can't sort of go, uh, like, you know, you're in Swindon or Tunbridge or, you know, you can't sort of pinpoint where they're from or who they are or that can be tough. But to be honest... I don't think there's much in it from, you know... Uh, I only mentioned Sunbury's Wells because I remember doing a gig there when I, just before I went to Edinburgh Festival, uh, about six weeks before I went to the Edinburgh Festival, I, I'd had a nightmare journey down. I was supposed to be on first, then I ended up going on after Mark Watson, who'd absolutely ripped it. <laughs> and uh, and I went on, and it was and my, pro- my projector didn't work, and something else didn't... I realised some of the north-south thing wasn't going down so well. And uh, I was only like 23 or something. And after about 20 minutes, it was the politest heckle I've ever had. And the bloke went, you can go home if you like. <laughs> <laughs> Lovely. You just said there for a second, your projector didn't work. I know you said you're 23 yeah. and times have changed. Were you doing a gig with an overhead projector? I don't think I've seen that since senior school. <laughs> yeah, it was, uh, it was, it was, I'd gone down the, uh, the, the Dave Gorman route. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I've used the projector, but uh, uh, in the end, I got rid of technology. Stick to myself. <laughs> so, so, like you say, people need cheering up at the moment. Things are slowly getting back to normal. Go and book tickets now to see yeah. you on your Like Me tour, unless you're in a satellite town and you might want to have a couple of drinks before and that kind of thing. And you're playing at the Palladium the eighth and 9th of October as well, which is going to be amazing. Get tickets to that now. Now, I, I, you know, it's fair to say during the lockdown, we didn't really look after our art scene particularly well. Uh, of people who have been maybe like sidelined and not been able to carry on doing stand-up comedy do you feel like they're going to come back to it you just said this is a great time to do stand-up um, comedy what do you yeah, think i hope i hope they what i hope they do but you know actually you know not that we're making serious points today but um there are people who've left the industry who will never come back you know very yeah. talented brilliant people who've gone do you know what i see this life's a bit less stressful and i'll do this you know whether that and that's a, a lot of behind the scenes stuff as well so yeah. So yeah so it was it was hard you know you're telling people who've done something for decades to retrain in cyber yeah. Um, then, then they're going to say that personally. <laughs> you know? um, so I don't know really what what what's going to what's going to happen with that. I mean, I, I enjoy it's lovely being out there, but it, it's hard. You know, even during the summer when I was enjoying the Euros, watching sixty thousand people licking each other's faces, going, "Why aren't the theatres open?" <laughs> you know, you can't help you can't help seeing that and thinking like what's the what's the decision there <laughs> well you're definitely a busy person now whenever i turn the telly on uh, there's um, there's either unbeatable on telly or then there's the complaints department on comedy central are you a good complainer jason 
I'm not a good complainer in this country. Because, <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, obviously, gen- not generally, but you know, you're always worried that you're going to get recognised, yeah. and then you're going to be on the, and you know, someone's going to like moan about you on Twitter or something, and then suddenly, whereas abroad, oh, I go for it. What, I mean, I what kind of thing would you moan about it. abroad? Then, what would be your kind of key thing that would wind you up? Uh, just food, really. You know, because you've only when you're on holiday, you've only got. 10 meals out, haven't you? You know, you're going for two weeks or something. You think, right, we're going to go to a restaurant, different restaurants, maybe eight times in two weeks or something like that. So I saw this small window of opportunity to make sure every one of those meals needs to be 100% success rate. Yeah. And uh, if it's not, then... uh, And back home, I'll be complaining to my wife in a restaurant and then when the waiter comes over, everything okay? I go, oh, absolutely fine. Yes, I'm um, bad for that. <laughs> it, the other thing I always feel bad for you about is that, you know, in terms of being able to complain, sometimes you make, I think you make some very, very, very valid points on on Facebook and I feel, oh my God, I, that's exactly how I feel. And then everyone jumps down your throat about stuff. Do you feel sometimes it's, it's difficult to complain, it's easy to just to keep your head down and not say anything these days? Do you know what I mean? I think I think for the in time of memorial, it's been much easier to keep your head down and say nothing. Yeah, uh, famously, uh, you know those moments and just keep being quiet. But sometimes, you know, sometimes you've got to just say what you think. You know, and, and social media is it's it, you know I always sort of laugh at the idea that back in the seventies and eighties and obviously even the nineties, there'll be people on the telly who never knew that someone didn't like them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a good point. It's a really good point. <laughs> like, even like, like Bruce Forsyth went for, and I love Bruce, but he went through his whole career, 70-odd years, never once did he have to deal with somebody online who didn't like yeah. Whereas now, because there's a direct <laughs> the direct link for someone to go, oh, I don't think you're very funny. It's just, it's a weird, it's just a weird, and, and like, we, like with the kids, like my kids are, you know, when I got bullied at school, that was proper bullying. Do you know yep. what I mean? It was proper bullet. There was a time slot. <laughs> nine till three. And at three, it was over until nine o'clock the next day. You know, that was, that was, there was a bit of decorum to our bullying. Yeah, you knew where you stood. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, you knew where you, you knew you could get that bit of safety. Now, you know, I, I sometimes wake up in the morning, I get, I get told I'm fat before I've even had my cereal. <laughs> Speaking of the kids, how do the kids react when you complain? If you're a holiday complainer, because I find if I complain, my kids just want to exit the the room or wherever we are yeah. quicker than anything yeah they're they're um they're, they're good cringes my uh my kids. <laughs> they're good they're good you know when they look like they want to disappear into, into their own uh seats yeah <laughs> or a good eye roll you know a good solid <laughs> eye roll uh, Jason, you've played uh, the Teenage Cancer Trust gigs uh, at the Royal Albert Hall. That's why we've been doing this today. We've been missing these gigs. We're raising money for the Teenage Cancer Trust. What marks them apart as as really special events for you when you've done them? Oh, it's unreal. I mean, these kids, these sometimes 13, 14-year-olds, you know, they're dealing with something that you'd struggle to deal with in your 40s or 50s. You know, it's unbelievably humbling. And, you know, you meet them backstage and you chat to their families and the things that they have to deal with. And I'm a big believer in, you know, your problems are are relative to you. And so you shouldn't ever belittle your own life or your own problems. But sometimes it really does put your life into perspective when you realise what some of these people are going through and dealing with. And the Teenage Cancer Trust are so amazing at, you know, when you go to some of these hospitals and what they've done to improve the life of these kids, it's priceless, really. It's unbelievable. So to actually be able to do these unbelievable gigs, the best venue in the country, and the best comics turn up and the best musicians turn up and do these gigs, and to be invited along and to be part of that, it's just such a privilege. 
Well, hopefully uh, people have been more aware of their work mm. um, over the last, uh, well, 21 or so hours um, with this with this endurance radio challenge that we've, yeah, we've set ourselves. I think we're going to get to the end of it now. I think it's fair to say we're, we're awake and we've only got hours to go. Well, well there's one, one thing. The only thing I've ever had a concern about Jason with is this, right? And I hope you don't mind me saying this, Jason. No, is, please. Whenever I see your stuff on Instagram, and you're always really funny on Instagram and everything, you're one of those people who does exercise when they're in a hotel on holiday and I'm always like what's but I can imagine now that this would prove useful to us in this enjoy I can see yeah. why you do that now do you know what I mean yeah I think um, what I, well firstly what I would say is don't believe everything you see online <laughs> that's a good point um, you know don't 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 compare someone else's trailer to your full movie um <laughs> but uh, yeah I think you know I've got into I'm an exercise guy now yeah you are man uh, you're looking good yeah Get into it in a in a good way. So I think even around the studio, just getting up and having a little wander, stretching them stretching them limbs. What, what's your number uh, one exercise that you do to limber up a little bit that Richie and I can do in these last couple of hours? Um, oh, I, lo- I love a good calf stretch. I tell you what's Ooh. a good one on on the or or a good get your hip flexors going. Get on the on the floor, foot behind you on the wall, and just have a little lean into that. That can be a, that can feel like oh, good sounds good already, doesn't <laughs> oh, it? Get that. Yeah, that's stretched out. That'll sort you out. And as a little aside, um, your show at the weekend on Absolute Radio and us normally on Home Time, we share the same producer. I'm wondering whether there's there's a chance for us to bench press a dem or something. Imagine rather. that. Oh, crikey. Well, go for it. I'll t- tell you what, he's he's, uh, he's cop lucky, hasn't he, really? He's got the two best shows on the... On the <laughs> Absolutely. He's a lucky lad. He has indeed got lucky, yes. He doesn't know he's born, <laughs> my nana would say. He really, really doesn't. Uh, Jason, it's amazing to have you on. Thank you so much for uh, giving us a little ray of light at the very end of this uh, long-haul journey. Uh, go buy tickets. You're uh, so close. Where can people go and get tickets for the tour, then? That's, let's get to the main um, thing here. JasonManford.com. Come yep. along, uh, come and have a chuckle. I would say we're at the Palladium the 8th and 9th of, uh, of October, but we're everywhere. We're all over the country. If there's a venue near you, I'm probably there. <laughs> Jason's <laughs> brilliant to have you on. Thank you so much, Jason Manford. Right, Cheers, right. Jason. Uh, can we do that out again? And just oh, God, song. Time? Yes, sorry. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, right, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, so, Jason, it's amazing to have you on. Before we let you go, this is a jukebox. It would be uh, rude of us not to ask you what song you would like us to play for you. Well, I am a massive fan of James, uh, so I would go... Um, I mean, I, I, it's not good advice, but sit down is... It's the opposite of what I've just been saying. But, uh, <laughs> right now, we'll take uh, a seat, trust us. Or maybe after 24 hours, late might help. <laughs> <laughs> not a chance. <laughs> <laughs> Can't believe we're nearly there. Yes. And do you know what? We said to you lot that by 10 o'clock it'd be great uh, for us to get towards, just close towards £40,000 for the Teenage Cancer Trust. We're at 38500 right now. Oh, my word, that's amazing. Yes. Blimey. This can be done. Uh, text the word GIVE, uh, followed by the 10 or 20 to 70500. 100% of your donation will go to the Teenage Cancer Trust and all the T's and he- uh, C's, if I can say them... <laughs> Our absoluteradio.co.uk. We've got 55 minutes. I think it can be done. We can do this. I brought a couple of favourites along from the breakfast show for the final hour of this epic broadcast in aid of the Teenage Cancer Trust. We've already had a disastrous five words, five grand. Yeah, all right. It's going to take a long time for him to live that down, isn't it? <laughs>
But we did raise £500 for the charity, so yes. that's the main thing. Right. And now it is time for hashtag AHA Ask Home Time Anything. Ooh. Producer Adem, would you lower the studio lights, please? Thank you. Right, this is proper, isn't it? It's proper <laughs> wow. interrogation stuff, this. This is from Tracy. Bush, what do you think is Richie's worst habit? And Richie, what is the worst habit of Bush over there? I'll start with you, Andy Bush. What you got? I would say, having spent nearly 24 hours in this room with Richie, uh, I would say he's a little bit slapdash about where he does trumps, <laughs> put it politely. Oh, wow. <laughs> it's been a couple of stood-on-a-duck moments today. <laughs> And last night as well. Oh, through the night. Has, has the hoisting duck been tackled yet? <laughs> Not even yet. No, wow, That's okay. That's they call me now, is it? Okay. <laughs> um, Richie. Uh, personal organisation. Oh, wow. I, it's I a can sweeping statement. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's more of a lifestyle choice. <laughs> He's just so slapdash. <laughs> OK, ooh, nasty. OK, let's carry on, shall we? <laughs> he knows it. Yeah, I can't argue with it. <laughs> It's a classic. The Breakfast Show team always hate it when we're asked it. Snog, marry, avoid. And this applies to the entire Absolute Radio family. You've got oh. everyone on air to choose from. Oh, my word. And honestly, I can't attribute a name to this question because we had about 4,000 of them. So here we go. Uh, I'm snogging you, Dave. Oh. <laughs> because be nice. you've graciously just given me a, uh, a dental care kit, which <laughs> says to me you care about your oral hygiene and I will be happy snogging you. <laughs> Thank you. I bought you the, the, the baked goods. I didn't realise you'd have a whole buffet in here <laughs> already. Uh, so they're going to go to waste, but I really thought about your partners. When you get home, you can brush your teeth on the train <laughs> and it'll just be nice for them it's a uh, great present okay so i'm snogging you which yes. isn't the end of the world lovely stuff i'm marrying leona i think we'd be an 80s power couple <laughs> imagine that <laughs> we both love our 80s yeah i think unite that together wow what a force she, 80s power couple leona would knock you clean out in a shopping center <laughs> if you had an argument with her. <laughs> and i'm avoiding i'm so sorry such a lovely guy but i'm avoiding ben burrell he'll understand he is a spurs fan i'm a gooner it would never work OK, That's a good point. I think they're all valid answers. Uh, Bush, same question to you. Snog, marry, avoid. Uh, I would snog Matt Dyson. OK. Just, it'd, be like, it'd be like getting off with King Herod. <laughs> He's powerful, but he could turn at any yeah. minute. Trust me, sister, I've been there and it's everything you dream of. <laughs> I imagine so. I, I'd marry the lovely Emma Jones. Yeah. Just she's a lovely, lovely lady. Yeah. Uh, I'd probably avoid... I don't know who this person is, but there's a lad from engineering who I always say hello to, <laughs> good morning to, and he never says anything back. <laughs> So you're avoiding a lad from engineering. I, he never says anything back to me and it winds me up every day. Um, listen, while we're on this topic, because this came in from David in Nottingham and it's one of the most sinister ask breakfast slash home time anythings we've ever had. Which member of the Absolute Radio family would you not trust to look after your kids? Bush. Um, I wouldn't trust our producer Adem because he'd, he'd take my kids to the pub. <laughs> Wouldn't you? Yeah. Take him to the pub. Come on, Get down there. It doesn't work like that, Adam. Uh, Richie, what about you? Burrell could take them down the lane, so I'm going Burrell again. Oh, <laughs> you've really got it in for Ben, haven't you? So there we go. It's a football thing. Okay. This is hashtag Ask Home Time Anything, and there are a couple more questions coming next. So, gentlemen, here we go. What was the worst job you had before becoming a radio presenter? That's one from Jay. So thanks, Jay. Uh, Bush, I'll start with you this time. Uh, I used to... Um, I used to blowtorch the top of frozen lasagnas in a factory <laughs> overnight to make them look like they were oven-cooked. 
I also used to put cherries in t- trifle pots as well. Again, overnight wearing a beard snood. In- Cherry in the trifle pot was one of my erotic dancer names in 2003. <laughs> what a coincidence. Um, so, hang on, what was, why were you blowtorching frozen lasagnas again? What does that achieve? It's like make, giving a burnt effect on the top of them before they were, it was still Well, because it was a, more than an effect. They were burnt, they weren't they? It was burnt. a blowtorch. Sitting there burning them. But How yeah. many could you get through? Well, we used to do that. We used to do quite a lot of them. And also, you know the crystals you get in little tiny sachets in yeah. electrical box? I used to make them. Did you? Yeah, so if you ever got a box of, like, your new set of speakers and think, why is there a little tiny bag of crystals in there? Yeah. Andy Bush made them. <laughs> you should see the pride on his face. Absolutely. It's almost like you're harking to a better time. You'd like to go back. I do what, I never worried about crystals and little bags <laughs> when I was at home. <laughs> at work, you take your work with you, do you know what I mean? <laughs> um, OK, Richie, same question to you. Binman. Oh, okay. Oh. Binman. I actually quite enjoyed it, yeah. but I stunk. Okay. Absolutely stunk. And I didn't <laughs> drive at the time, so at the end of the shift, it was a bus home for half an hour, and I stunk. How long were you a bin person for? Uh, two consecutive summers. Oh, okay. Oh, oh in the summer yeah, as well. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's really kicking up yeah. a pong. Yeah, it really is. <laughs> um, okay, let's move on, shall we? Uh, Fee got in touch, and she says this. She's asked this of breakfast as well, actually, um, in the past. It's a good question. If you were on Come Dine With Me, like our very own Emma Jones... What would be on your menu? Bush. I, my favourite meal of all time is... Burnt lasagna. <laughs> love a burnt lasagna, particularly if it's frozen. I also love pasty chips and beans. So you cook for your guests pasty chips and beans? Pasty oven chips, baked beans. Can't go wrong. Wow. You'd have to apply them with a lot of booze and have some very good entertainment to win that one. It would be one hell of a night, I swear <laughs> to you. It'd be great. Well, signature dish. Mm. What we got? Wild bacon. Oh. And chicken risotto. Oh. Viennetta dessert. Oh. Yeah. Topped off with a selection of wines. There's a lot of alcohol in the Viennetta. <laughs> oh, that? Mm. that was another one of my erotic dancing days. <laughs> <laughs> okay, thank you, boys. That was hashtag AHA. It is, of course, Ask Home Time Anything. Thank you for all of your questions. And once again, thank you for all of your donations. Keep them coming. Text the word GIVE, followed by either 10 or 20. That tells how much you'd like to donate to 70500. One. 100% of your donations will go to the Teenage Cancer Trust T's and C's online. There are just 22 minutes remaining on Bush and Ritchie's 24-hour jukebox in aid of the Teenage Cancer Trust. Gentlemen, how are you feeling? I can't <laughs> stop thinking about the fact that Ritchie's uh, association on Five Words, Five Grand with Marmite was yeast. <laughs> <laughs> That's my favourite thing out of... One of my favourite things out of the past 24 hours. You know, I've only joined you for the last hour and a half, but that's one of my highlights as well. Isn't it great? In fact, we have got about seven minutes worth of the highlights of the last 24 hours wow. coming up to share with you and everyone next. How are you feeling about hearing that? Probably some of it we won't even remember. <laughs> I don't even know what day of the week it is. It will also feature the bit you then said, more mites, <laughs> as well. <laughs> we could do a last-minute edit. That's coming up. Plus, I have had the great honour of selecting the last song that is going to get played on the 24-hour jukebox. It is an ode to the boys. And as I say, with just 21 minutes remaining, let's keep on donating, shall we? Bush Ritchie, I know you're best friends, but you're going to need 48 hours away from one another, aren't you? Just a bit of time. Let's face facts. When you get back together for the Home Time Show on Monday, just enough time would have elapsed for you to be able to look each other in the eye again. Because let's face facts, what's happened here? <sighs> wow. I've taken a strategic week off next week. Have you? 
Brilliant. Unbelievable. <laughs> that is such a smart move. Yes, there's a pro. There's a pro at work. He knows what he's doing. So it is the hashtag 24-hour jukebox and what a 24 hours it has been. Gentlemen, I know that you're not privy to what is contained within this, but we've kind of got your best moments <laughs> over the last day's worth of live radio. I feel like we've been kicked off Big Brother. <laughs> <laughs> Let's take a look at your story so far. Uh, no, here we go, gentlemen. A lot can happen in 24 hours. We've played hundreds of your requests. It was the song I listened to, the second I was diagnosed, and I still listen to it now. We've had special guests. I love how Gedroyd just saunters off into the afternoon, <laughs> leaving us with that song. There have been a few surprises along the way. If I was given 20 questions to try and guess what your kryptonite was, I don't think Marmalade would have been anywhere near. Never a clue. And with your help, we've raised thousands of pounds for the Teenage Cancer Trust. The person who's requested it has made an incredibly generous donation. Absolute Radio presents the 24-hour jukebox with Bush and Richie in aid of the Teenage Cancer Trust. You guys are going to get us through the next 24 hours. A bit of a stumbling start, though, on my part. I've gone and left all of my snacks that we talked about on home tour. The corned beef slices, the figgy biscuits. Left yep. a whole lot in the house in the fridge. Take this the right way. There was always going to be some kind of problem at the beginning, and it was always going to be you. It's me figgy rolls. Who'd have known that me figgy rolls would derail us? Joe Wicks. Richie and I have got, both got kiddies heels, different, different food that we've got weakness for. Flapjacks, pasties. I'm like Paddington Bear, marmalade on toast. If there's a loaf of sourdough in the cupboard, I will eat a whole loaf of marmalade and, and toast. <laughs> if I was given 20 questions to try and guess what your kryptonite was, I don't think marmalade would have been anywhere near. Never a clue. Mr Matt Ford, good to have you on, Matt. Bananas of the way. What would be your ideal crisp sandwich, Nicky? Well, the ideal one is to get a crusty roll, hollow out the crusty roll, Steady. shove the crisps in, okay. and then crush it, and it's magic. Wow. wow. I Never will bring in a tiger baton, and we will give that a oh, go. I love it. Tiger bat. Oh, I love a tiger bat. If I, if I see Richie making holes in big th- lumps of bread <laughs> at the halfway stage of the jukebox, we've got problems. You know you've lost it then. <laughs> I've brought you each some liquid iron. So you've turned up with two sachets of stuff that could make us <laughs> infirm within the first three hours of doing this thing. Now, I, I went a bit cheap. There were some apple-flavoured ones. Yes. Bush and Ritchie, they're absolute ruddy hardcore. Yeah. So I've gone for actual iron flavour. Fantastic of actual iron. <laughs> That's rank. They also, I was on these for a while, they do make your teeth go a bit black, but I think you'll be fine. <laughs> no. Oh, I my think, God. D- no, all in one, Bushy. Come on, don't be a wuss. Richie, wow. you're going to have yours on that? Like I will see how he comes up in a couple of hours, and then I will take it. <laughs> my eyeballs are flushing. Like I said, I'll have mine in a couple of hours. We'll see how you go. I feel like I'm going to pass out in a nightclub. Oh, no. <laughs> if you were here doing a 24-hour show with us, what would be Justin's go-to takeaway? You're, you know, you're very lucky being here where you are. During lockdown, I would come into Soho just to get better takeaways. I swear I've seen you in Five Guys. <laughs> it could well have done. Jimmy Carr's here. I've been up to the ward in uh, in Birmingham, and it's incredible work that they do because it, it is that that you're between two worlds, aren't yeah. you? You don't want to be in the children's ward with Peter Pan on the walls, and you don't want to be in the, with an old dude yeah. who's you know coming in for his ingrown toenail, whatever it is. You're you're yeah. in this kind of limbo yeah, yeah, yeah. of those years, and it's it's not just teenagers; it's people in their early twenties as well, and it's. 
it's fantastic work they do, and there's not much more in, in the way of deserving charities. Yeah. This is not a donkey sanctuary. No, <laughs> no offence if you work at a donkey I'm sure donkeys are great. I'm sorry I said it. There sorry, donkey Right people. at the end, right at the yeah. end. Well, that gets me cancelled. <laughs> Fine. You well, I'm willing to die on that hill. You I think Teenage some... Cancer is a more worthy charity than donkey sanctuaries. There, I said it. <laughs> if you are a fan and you watch Channel 4's The Hotel back in the day, lifting the spirits of the show, yes, Mark Jenkins is on. You know, if, if you lose your smile then that's when you'll get tired. Give us a couple of bars, Mark. Go on. Oh, good. Something like this. Here we go. Hang on. Blimey. Oh, yes. <laughs> when you're smiling, when you're smiling, the whole world smiles with you. Serena from our social media team, could you please go back over and do the door again? Because you, you've got something to do with this door, which you make the studio door the loudest. Side. Please go back out and come back in again. Please, just, just do it so people can hear it. It's like someone out Agatha Christie. Here we go. What is going on? <laughs> oh, I've lost count of how long we've been here. She's back in again, yeah. How long have we been here? Quite quite some time. There is the first signs, as our producer coughs, the first signs of this all falling apart. Can I have a go? Go on, then. We just watched uh, Romelu Lukaku levitate out of Old Trafford. It's the funniest thing I've ever seen in my entire life. Bush and Richie here with your home time show. It's not a home time show, what am I talking about? It's a 24-hour G-Bot. If you just joined us, you've tuned into Absolute Nuts, our brand-new digital station. Specifically for the nut community. Crazy! And my brand-new slippers. That Sorry, of course. Look at that. Let me go. I'm going to go under for that one. Hang on. Go. I can't get my leg up that high, so I put it down low. Yeah, your footwear is uh, white socks with sliders. You look like a Chechen freedom fighter. <laughs> I could have said something a lot worse, but uh, um, we ran didn't. past the boss yeah. and it wasn't worth it. Uh, so, look, uh, we are over the halfway, <laughs> <laughs> halfway point. Yeah, we're continuing. Hooray! Yes! <laughs> None of us are expecting the back in chat there. Fantastic. Our friend Jess has donated £20 to the Teenage Cancer Trust. Thank you. But what she's done, to be quite Jess about it, she's picked a song that she knows I don't like <laughs> and that she knows I'm going to have to play. Tricky, isn't it? Because we want to raise all this money yeah. for the Teenage Cancer Trust. So th then that happens. It's, it's an awkward position. I'm very close to just writing a cheque myself and just getting rid of it. <laughs> so, Jess, this is for you. You've had your song. It's Chumbawamba. So now I'm completely cancer-free and chemo-free, so I'm living my best life now. Oh, awesome. so finally having a year as a normal teenager. I am in remission. Stage used to be filled with tears, but now they're full of smiles and wonderful memories. We have had an anonymous request come in with a substantial donation asking for this. You won't have heard it ever played on Absolute Radio before. It's iconic, though. It certainly is. It's Pink Floyd. This is Echoes. We are a quarter of the way through yes. our 24-hour jukebox. So far, you have raised for the Teenage Cancer Trust £12,500, which is amazing. Amazing. Thank you to You're everybody who's done Halfway through! Wow. Hour 13, <laughs> yes. do you believe it? We can do this. We've done the first half, we'll do the second half. Well done what you're doing. We've been Come on air since 10am, and we have currently raised £16,500. Yes. Well done, guys. Good luck. Amazing what you're doing. Just seeing your donations come in and you guys listening along and 
uh, being part of the journey is just, I don't know, make, warms your heart, really. It shows that there is good out I there. I think it's incredible what you're doing, and congratulations. In the past 45 minutes alone, you've raised £1,500 for the Teenage Cancer Trust. Don't make you feel like you're a friend and that they're there to look after yeah. you. Just three hours to go. Good luck in what you're doing. Thank you very much for helping. £37,000 for the Teenage Cancer Trust. I was just too ill to spawn my £32,000 raised by you guys. After one full day on the radio with the power of caffeine and sheer brilliance, Bush and Richie have made it. This is the 24-hour jukebox with Andy Bush and Richie Fair. Wow. Gentlemen, <laughs> that was a beautiful montage. Very funny, also very, very touching. I think we should all give a round of applause to Bush and Richie and what they've done over the last 24 hours. My goodness, well done, Thanks to you guys as well. Honestly. Well done. Thank you. Lovely stuff. Really good. Um, So we've got like four minutes left. (laughs) So I'm going to fill them and make sure that you stay here. No, no, no. how are you feeling, Bush? Let me start with you. Uh, it's been overwhelming. It's been like, we've had so many, obviously, you know, cancer's an awful thing and, and what the Teenage Cancer Trust do is fantastic and, and get people through it. But there's been so many positive stories over the past 24 hours as well. So it's been kind of, it's had highs and lows and it's just been amazing to have everyone with us on this little journey, really. Yeah, there have been highs and lows. Um, f- feel actually a, a little bit tearful. I think that's the, the tiredness and all the emotions uh, that, that are part of all of this. Um, but just really grateful for everyone that's uh, joined in with their messages and donations and songs it's been yeah been quite a day well yes uh, once again well done to both of you and thank you to everybody out there because it has been about raising money for the teenage cancer trust what a worthy cause so uh, when I joined you around half eight the buzzword was we'd like to kind of get to around 40,000 pounds that would be the dream yeah um Well, it gives me great pleasure to announce the amount of money that you, with your help out there, have raised for the Teenage Cancer Trust. 100% of your donations is going straight to the Trust. It's been 24 hours, and it is £46,187. Well done, guys. Wow. You knocked it out of the park. £46,187 and your donations are still rolling in. Keep them coming. Text the word GIVE followed by either 10 or 20 to 70500. It's for the Teenage Cancer Trust. Gentlemen, yes, yes and thrice yes! Well done! Well done! Any final words? Bush, let me start with you. I want to go and have a lie down, but well done, everybody. <laughs> Richie Firth! Thank you very much. If you see me asleep on the train, don't let me wake up in Cambridge. <laughs> Gentlemen, a huge congratulations and thank you to everybody who joined in and made the 24-hour jukebox so special. We're going to let the boys have a well-deserved weekend off. Richie, enjoy your time off. 